Coming up on episode 44 of the Nosebleed Seats, it's a Cowboys victory party. Eric's got the biggest L, biggest dub. We hear more about pooping, and we say goodbye to producer Bab. On the show, everyone can afford to listen to the Nosebleed Seats. to show everyone can afford to listen to it is episode 44 44 Walchick you know what that means don't you no it's about time for a Miami a University of Miami product okay to get some love right Daniel Thomas Morgan Jr. aka Dan Morgan rocked number 44 at the Mike linebacker spot for the Hurricanes and boy was he a badass went on to the Carolina Panthers he was number 55 in the NFL you knew that but 44, where he was a stud at the University of Miami. Michael Daniel Morgan? Daniel Thomas Morgan Jr. Daniel Thomas Morgan Jr. That's right. Three first names. You're so right. That's incredible. You didn't know that? That didn't strike you when you looked this up and said, man, I'm going to pronounce this guy's full name. It's three first names and a junior, which technically could be four. The one names. thing I didn't know, I knew his middle name, but I did not know he was a junior. I did not know that about old Daniel Thomas. Morgan. Yeah, okay. How about Jason Arnett, former I like Jason Dallas Arnett. star, who's actually scored the Stanley Cup clinching goal against them when he played for the Devils in That's 2000. That's right. Oh, I love that oh, guy. That jerk. I'm going to go Robert Newhouse. Bob? Threw a touchdown pass in the Cowboys Super Bowl win over the Denver Broncos in the 70s. And Hank Aaron. Good old Hank. Good old Hank Aaron. Huh? Henry. Swinging Henry. So episode 44 of the Nosebleed Seats podcast. I'm Zach Wolchuk alongside Eric Chiafalo and producer Bab. Ladies and gentlemen. Ah, crap. What is happening? What is this? What quick is this puck? NHL music playing? Oh, it's not quick puck, Mr. Chiafalo. What is it? It's my very last show here. What? Is this, ha- is this for real? This is for real. This is my very last Nosebleed Seeds podcast. Why do you say that with such a big smile on your face, Hold you on. bleep hole? Why do you look so happy? Why are you lying to the people? Who said I was lying? Who said I was happy about it? You are just, you? You just look so happy Are about you happy it. about it, Bab? Because you look like you're tingling inside. It frees up a Tuesday night, but that's about it. That's all it does? That's all it does. Well, but- I know you're about to be a busy guy. You got big things coming man you're you're a college grad now yes you, i walked you did on, uh, walk. friday did you do anything cool did you do, like did. a cartwheel or something i well no it came much later i went to san diego oh okay so but you didn't do anything on stage like flash the crowd no, i thought you were gonna like I moon them or something um i had invited a couple girls from the girl collection to show up at my graduation but they didn't show. which girls they didn't show they did not show wait a minute candy chastity and britney didn't come that's no, they the did. biggest what about trish <laughs> well specify come <laughs> uh not no. even trish huh? not, even, not even trish bad time they meet you in san diego afterwards yes they did Okay, because you had to call a big, huge North Texas versus... San Diego. San Diego. Not even San Diego State. At least people know the Aztecs. You've probably never heard of the Toreros. Where did Hugh Freeze go to school? Where did Hugh go? Hugh? I have have no idea. Did you run into him in San Diego? Because on road trips, I feel like he's the man. Oh, yeah. Well, Hugh, if he was on the East Coast, I think Hugh would have been right there along with Bab. He knows that. How'd the game go? Great. Overtime win. 
Colonel Texas. Big how, time. how did the beach go? I don't care about the freaking game against the, who are they? Toretto's? Toreros. The Dominic Toretto's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Dominic Toretto's? The San Diego Dominic Toretto's. But, Gosh, um, I love that. But yes, so that was my graduation celebration. But yes, with graduation means I am moving on to other pastures. Well, congratulations for graduating, and, uh, but this whole moving on crap's got to stop. The pastures are definitely going to be greener I than I refuse to accept that as an answer, Bab. You make it work where you can be here on a Tuesday night every week. <laughs> There's a thing. lot of gas money because I'm temporarily moving back to Houston. Fly a little charter. Get Jerry Jones or, or Tom Hicks or who's Robert uh, McLean? Who's the owner of the— Bob? Bob McNair. That <laughs> <laughs> was nowhere close. Eventually, to. <laughs> I got to where I wanted to be. Bob McNair, <laughs> fly Bab over here, please. This is, this is awful. <laughs> I don't know why Bob wouldn't oblige you. Bob yeah. wouldn't do that. Because you're kind of, you're the white fit with, for Bob. The white fit? You're the white fit. <laughs> we can go with that, sure. Um, well, I, I refuse to believe that. But I know, Walchick's just in clear denial right now. Like, yeah. He truly does believe, like, he thinks next week at this time, all three of us are going to be here, and it's going to be episode 45 in Nosebleed Seeds. But we're not, Walchick. But it's 45, and that's a big one. Right? I know, it is kind of a milestone. It's kind of a, a big deal. So, so where do we go from how here? How do you stop at 44, just cancel? What do you got going on It is kind week? of a I could You can give I me a dinner, reason. Dinner I, with the parents? You can stay with me. I See, I could have waited until next week and oh. thrown out. Oh, um, and thrown God. out. No, just to throw out the, because episode 45, the rookie number of Brendan Morrow. That's huge. When he played with the, the Stars. It's his favorite player. His rookie year before he switched to 10, he was 45. Of course he was. I'm going to miss this. I was going to shout out MJ, but we'll go with your boy B if you want to stay with us yeah. for episode 45. Brendan Morrow, Michael Jordan, but no, this time. That's an easy one. This time next Tuesday, I will be in Houston, Texas. And this time, two Tuesdays from now, I will be in Houston, Texas. Still will be so, there. Okay. Uh, All yeah. right. So, wow. this It's the end of an era then. You yeah. really just broke in with some. Eh, well, we weren't really respecting it. You'll have to find a Walchick new. Uh, still, what's Walchick wrong with that? cannot get it through his head. Thursday night, Wednesday, Sunday. He's so afraid of change, that Wolchuk. I feel like there's always a day we can make it work. We weren't locked into Tuesdays, were we? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm pretty flexible, boys. I'll be honest with you. I mean, you guys can always come down to Houston. Honestly, okay. my schedule right. is pretty uh, cool. There's a girl collection down there. I'm in. You're going. GoFundMe You got page. floors to clean at the, gr- Here it at is. the girl collection. We're now. creating a GoFundMe Nosebleed Seats podcast. Send Zach and Eric to Houston once a week. Just pay for us to fly southwest, back and forth. We're in. Nosebleed Seats will continue without any hiccup. Otherwise, there might be some minor changes in the future. But as of today, we're going to ride till we die. Uh, all the way to the end, and it is a we're, victory we're, show. We're like an hour and forty minutes from dying. Well, can you can you just <laughs> stay, stay positive for me? I mean, it depends on who you ask. <laughs> I know if I ask you, that's not the case. No, it's not at all. So here we are, No Split Seats Podcast. I'm Zach Wolter, along with Energy, your follower and producer, Rab, who will never leave us. And it is a victory show because the Cowboys are eight and six, mother That's what I'm talking about. This is a big deal. Is it? It is, right? Our playoff hopes are still alive. Hey, listen, man. If if 6-6 six and six was a big deal, 8-6 and six, damn near a Super Bowl party. 8-6 has me completely tingly inside because guess what? Guess what? Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm waiting. Wait for it. All right. Wait for it a little more because it's that good. Give it to me. Beg me. No. Beg me. Please. Zeke is back! 
Is he? He's free. He's free and he's allowed to eat again. He's been starving for six weeks. He's in unbelievable shape and he will be back to run all over the Seattle Seahawks. He's free from that Cabo paradise. Yeah, that's a rough place to be. It sounds like it must have been. It looked like hell. The guy's running on the beach. He's Cameras got a special everywhere. field that was the for only... him to do football drills on, built specifically for him. You know, it was a really smart move by him because I think he knew it. It's a very self-aware move by Zeke. To say, listen, I know if I go to Cabo by myself with no cameras and a documentary that's about to get made for the world showing how much of a beast and how much focused and training I was doing, I would have shown up there and just raged his face for a month, came back and played Seattle and probably pulled a hammy. He But knew. he said, know what? He needed I'm gonna that get motivation. A, he I'm going to make it, that extra coin. I'm going to turn this into an e-true Hollywood story and have these fools follow me around in Cabo for a month and I'm just going to get ripped. Here's a question I Brilliant. have. Was Zeke paid during that? Was that an unpaid suspension or was that a paid suspension? No, no suspensions are never paid. So They're okay. always unpaid. So that's six weeks of game checks he missed out on. And he is still on a rookie deal. Granted, he was a fourth overall pick, so he's getting paid more than most rookies do. But it's not what it used to be in terms of rookie contracts. That's fair. So you got to find Jamarcus a way. Russell, yeah, endorsements. It, I don't know if he lost endorsements because that's another, of all this that's or another if fair he really point. had any at all to begin with. I'm not really sure about all that. So, yeah, this definitely was a little... Hit to the pockets for Zeke. I don't know what the numbers are, but so it was So now you find a way to reimburse yourself. You were able to stay motivated. You've exactly. got this video. You look shredded. I mean, the pictures of him. Yeah, no, he did look He good. looks shredded. I can't wait to see the crop top rocket on Sunday afternoon at AT&T. You'll see it in person. Even though I'll say, I, I don't care how ripped he gets, he's always going to look like an Ewok. Okay. That's you, adorable. You disagree? That's adorable. You disagree? No, is he's way more physically gifted. No, I'm talking about the, just the face. The beard does that. The face. Yes. The eyes do too. He's got the uh, the the chubby cheeks and the beard, which which does this. Yes. If you're unfamiliar with an Ewok, Google it now. Well, Star and don't Wars. Bleep yourself. If Star you're not Wars familiar. did come out. We'll talk about that a little bit later. There's a teasy teasy. But let's relive this Raiders game. I watched it. Wasn't on a plane this weekend. I was Thank back God. in, in so the you robe, were swimming in barbecue sauce. In the robe, barbecue galore. And barbecues galore. This game, it's not a barbecue aisle. It's, <laughs> it's a, a barbecue store. store. There's some free advertising for you, barbecue. Look store. at that. But no, I was back in my in my home, ready to do this, and it was probably one of the most emotionally intense up and down cowboy games I can remember. I feel like I lost years out of my life. I'm I'm a little grayer. I don't know if you can tell, but I got some gray hairs in the beard right now. Wow, sounds like it got a little sexual. <laughs> Did it ever? Let's hear it right now. Bab, hit it. Voice memos from Wolchuk, Cowboys Raiders edition. Cowboys Raiders in a must win. Let's go, boys. Thinking to myself, man, Terrence Williams has had a great start to this game. And then, what the f? Offensive pass interference? <laughs> That's the Terrence Williams I know. <laughs> yeah, Alfred? Ah, <laughs> Dak, way to destroy this drive. Damn, Marshawn Lynch is a load. Intercept the ball, Jordan. Move, bitch. Get out the way. Alfred Morris is gashing this Raiders team. Out of baby Dan. Yeah. James Hanna does it again. Rod Smith getting his sweet ass in the end zone. Sean Lee is a god. There's something about Oakland in the black hole that just reeks of. Kayvon Frazier, you found a home. F*** you, Byron Jones. Suck my dick. 
Giorgio Tavecchio. Jeez, <laughs> Derek Carr looks like Michael Vick out here. Damn it, Michael Crabtree. Oh, where, oh, where, oh, where is Dez? Ah, oh, another interception. Way to touch him, beast. Heads up play. Khalil Mack on Jason Witten. Not a matchup we want. Just fake punk baby Chris Jones for president. Son of a bitch, Terrence Williams. That flea flicker was beautiful. Ah, oh, Tyron Smith is hurt. We've got a Des Bryant sighting people. He's alive. Jeez, Dak on those quarterback read options gets me hot. That's a Dak down, baby. Yeah. You Oakland, don't be throwing stuff at my boys. Oh my God, Dan Bailey just got trampled. Are you all right, Dan? Oh, Demarcus Lawrence, so damn close. There is no way that is a catch. He does not have control of that football. What the is a catch in the NFL today? If that's a catch, Des caught it, the Cowboys were robbed, and Jesse James caught that touchdown today, and the Steelers should be best. Crabtree did it again. Come on, first down, Witten, give it to him. Come on, baby. Ah, oh, he's a yard short. All right, fourth down, let's go. Sneak it, Dak. Come on, baby. He got it. He got it. Oh, my God, this measurement. Saved my card, baby. Yeah. When you need him most, Des Bryant. Yeah. The money man, Dan Bailey, with the lead. All right, defense, come on. Fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, big play, Anthony Brown. Wow, they're going to get Jordan Lewis for P.I. Big breakup, Jeff Heath. Okay, let's go. Anthony Hitchens, please be okay. It's a touchback. It's a touchback. Jeff Heath hit him out of bounds. It's a touchback. Jeff Heath, you are a hero tonight, baby. Cowboys win. Season's alive. Jeff Heath's getting laid tonight, baby. Wow, that was a roller coaster ride, friend. Holy smokes. You get vulgar and vulgar every single week. You just just it just wretched up the vulgarity. I love it. Well, it's mean it's it's winner go home, man. These are playoff, playoff games. games. No, you're totally right. <laughs> we gotta get them. It's we, playoff you know, atmosphere. The Cowboys can't afford to be pee footing around over here. We gotta get some dubs on the board. So this one came down to literally a yard. And yeah, my, oh my, were, were we, uh, were the Cowboys finally on the right side of things on this one? There's a lot to get to with these live in-game wall chick in real time Cowboys notes and Terrence Williams offensive pass interference. What does that look like? Cause I imagine him using his like full like on, his, like his pushes chest. a guy off of him. Oh, so he does use his hands for that because I know he, he doesn't oh. use his hands <laughs> to catch. So I didn't know if he also <laughs> used his titties to, to like push off he doesn't run like a t-rex he just doesn't know how to extend them when the ball's in the air but so as long as the football is not okay. around he knows how to use his arms okay no i was just curious i mean because... we've talked about it before he's a phenomenal blocker yeah but i didn't know if he used his chest with that either no no he's good at engaging oh, off the okay. line and really just throwing a dude off of him getting wide open and then catching it with his teats or not or not um, okay, Rod Smith and uh, from if I remember, if I could quote it right, it's a sweet, sweet ass. Does he have the best ass on the Cowboys? Because I know you've done your research on this. You Ooh, always does do. Does Rod is... Smith have the best ass? And on I'm the surprised Cowboys. it's taken this long to get here because we're in week whatever 15. Mm. But you you always do your due diligence with this every year with the Cowboys. 
I mean, we can always count on you for this. So if Rod Smith is number one, Rod Smith is number one. And I think that's just a big step for a rookie to already be there. That's all. But if it's a sweet, sweet ass, it's probably at least top five. Well, I'll tell you what. He's in the weight room. And if you see this dude, he's doing heavy back squats. Oh, so he's hanging with Derek so Wolf and them boys. So he knows how to build that trunk. And it is sweet. You want to put your bike in it? Ass. So is he number one? Number one. I'm going to leave it there. Oh, oh, really? He yeah. is number one. I don't there's think no we need to talk two? about it. Uh, what about Jalen? What there, about does it run in the family sort of Jalen's got, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's okay, not bad, but it's not, but it's not sweet, Rod. Sweet. It's oh, not wow. as sculpted as oh, Rod. Jeez. Rod's a little bit shorter, so it's more compact. Just fits well. Moving, speaking of fits, Larry Fitzgerald, if we're just talking broad scope NFL, yeah. best ass in football, mm. I think Fitzgerald is number one. I don't know if there's a Steeler. Le'Veon Bell's got a little juice. I don't know, Bab, if you have any thoughts on this or not. I, I don't. I don't. Really? I don't have thoughts on I Steeler am... ass. Okay. You're past that point. Well, I'm glad that we <laughs> were able to realize that. That's uh, really frustrating, though, took for 44 me, Bab. Episodes, I thought I could... Really thought you were an ass man. Yeah, I totally thought that. I don't know what happened. This is your last show, and I'm finding out you're not an ass man. Wait. Guess what? This is your damn right. It is your last show. It's Bab's last show. Well, Chuck, you just can't get it through your thick skull. But he's not an ass man. He's not, and that is, I never leaving now because of that right there. I feel a little bit better about it. This whole time, he didn't let me in on the fact that he was not an ass man. We are accepting applications. One of the rules: you've got to be into the asses if you want to produce the No Split Seats podcast, specifically. Man ass. Rod, Larry. Jaylen? I'm a fan of other ass. Just okay, no, not necessarily. Hey, Mike off. Mike off, please. Huh? Listen, Mike man. off, please. Mike, okay, but okay, okay if, if no not more, the Steelers, no what more team then? Talk to you. Okay, what team? Yeah, what team then, Bab? If it's not the Steelers, like what team? <sighs> it's not a team. <laughs> it's not a team. It's really? the girl collection. Oh, the girl collection. Well, that's a, that's a team. They work together. They are a team of the camaraderie over there girls is incredible. That have been collected by Mr. Floyd. They're like, they're a dynasty over there. That sounded weird. The chemistry is off the chain. They're like the triangle offense with Could Shaq and Kobe. maybe get back to the game? Oh, yeah, yeah, Maybe. Yeah. Would that be all right? There so was I'd a I'd like game. to talk more about the Cowboys. There was a Cowboys victory. I know, I know, yes. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I sidetracked Big deal, it. so let's carry on. Okay, so what else was there? There was a Tyron Smith injury and an Anthony Hitchens injury thrown in the middle of that, Ooh. and you, I could see the queasiness on your face, and it looked painful. Byron Bell came in for Tyron Smith and did not look great. So mm, that's Khalil Mack. It's concerning. Yeah, oh, Khalil Mack. I mean, he makes anybody. He, he struggled with Tyron Smith. I mean, Tyron Smith had fits against him. I think that was a good battle. Khalil Mack got in there, got a sack on Tyron. So that'll be an interesting thing to see how the Cowboys move. It'll be fun because Zeke is back this week, right? So let's say Tyron Smith doesn't play. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. And Byron Bell is out there. A case that I made following the Atlanta game was you miss Zeke almost more in pass pro than you did with his ability to run the football because he is, in my opinion, the best pass protection back, protecting back in football. So you'll get to see that firsthand on Sunday. Was I right or wrong about that? I think you'll see Zeke stay in and chip and help on Byron Bell, and that will help Dak be able to afford him more time to look down the field or even scramble. Mm -hmm. Dak's read option runs this year, and I know it's tough, and we've said this on the show, especially with Zeke back, if you're struggling on that left side, I'd love to just see a ton of read option to the right. And, and don't do it more than needed, but... I'd like to see more of it because it's that so Carson damn Wentz effective. That Carson Wentz thing doesn't freak you out, dude. That stuff freaks me nah, out. It's win it's, from the pocket. You're eight and six. You have to win. 
Dak's proven to me he can't win in the pocket. Your offense has sputtered when you're trying to play within the pocket, especially when you don't have maybe the best left tackle in football on the field. And it's really tough. I don't know how the Cowboys, it's tough to pull this off. You go two for 10 on third down and you win the football game. Well, it was a weird game, wasn't it? But you were two for two on fourth down and one of those was ginormous. So credit to them for that. But two for 10 on third down, that Chris is Jones not a punt, good man. look. Oh, that was, that that was beautiful. Was, I mean, he looked like an, an athletic Olympic track was speedster. That, was that the point when you went from Chubb to full torque? Or I, I can, where, at what point was that? Until Des Bryant makes the play, I'm never full torque. Okay, fair. So this took so a while. So at the very end of the fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah. when he sets up first down and go inside the five, there it was full on. Dang, so it took that but long. Chris Jones got it Got it out. He got it going. He got it going. Yeah, for sure. That was a huge play. It was gutsy. And he said, from what I heard, he like didn't tell anybody. It wasn't, is that just something that he has almost like a quarterback to just audible at the line of scrimmage? Like he has all authority to decide that. That seems like a lot of responsibility for a Chris Jones, whom no one on earth knows or cares about. Not in the locker room. Don't know for sure. From listening to Jason Garrett, there's certain looks that they say, all right, if you see this. But are you telling me Garrett's on the sideline and he doesn't even, like, he was like, oh, wow, like he was just as surprised as we were? I would be shocked if he had no idea that that was happening. Chris Jones just took it and went up by himself. But there are some reports that might have been the case. Well, at least the players didn't know. Maybe Garrett... Or the, or the special teams coach or whatever, but, I, but I know like the the players had they had I don't the know. players didn't know if that was a solo Chris Jones move ball ballsy bro and good for you Respect uh, regardless it was a hell of a play really in my opinion might have won the game I mean that extended a drive you go down the field Dak scored on that one with mm -hmm. the rushing touchdown game changer freaking game changer in this one why Seahawks. Nervous a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks just got embarrassed by the Rams at home. But with how well Todd Gurley ran the football, you're getting Ezekiel Elliott back fresh in tremendous shape, ready to go. Reports are he's got a bet made with Eric Dickerson that he's going to have at least 200 yards rushing. I think Zeke's going to go off. In the first game? Yes. Oh, I like that. In his first game back. Wait, he's wagering with Eric Dickerson. Yeah. Eric Dickerson went and visited him in Cabo. Because, of course, he did. Placed a friendly for show, wager. For the documentary. Yep. When does that air? When do we get to see that? I think you're going to have to buy the rights to it. You're kidding We're me. We're going to air it here first. Babs in talks right now. For a live episode. Because Babs never leaving. Yeah. For uh, obviously a new episode coming out that just features the Zeke workouts. Heavy Max Watt edition. Gosh, dude. That, is, that sounds like heaven, doesn't yeah, it? It's going to be fun. I'm dying for that. It's going to be fun. The working title right now is just heavy back squats. Good. Oh, really? Okay. That's in the language of the contract. Is Wolf going to sign off on that? Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, good. So to wrap a bow on this, Cowboys Young Secondary playing really well. Excited about it. I'm fine with the growing pains. Hopefully, Anthony Hitchens is healthy. He's going to say Hitchens and, and Smith, are they going to be there? Hitchens is healthy. We will see. But Tyron Smith, I, I think... He's a tough, tough son of a gun. If he can be out there, he will. If he can't, what is it? Is it a knee with him? I think it's a sprained knee. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. That's not a guy you want to lose, but hey, it's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing and a crappy thing that all in the same week, you lose Tyron Smith, but you get Zeke back. It's like, man, can we not just keep our main guys together here for a second? We'll hear for what a NFC, second? Yeah, for a second. We'll hear what NFC Siona has to say. Yeah. And we'll talk more about the NFL coming up a little later on the Nose Please Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafala, producer, Bam.
It is at this time of the show that I look across from me at my beanied up, glasses-wearing, sexual co-host, Eric Chiafalo, and I say, Chi. What's up, man? What's the biggest L, biggest dub of the week? That is such a good question that you ask, Wolchuk. Are you, you have a, this week, a piece of paper with notes written down. Preparation is key. You this know that. is the most prepped I've ever seen you. Prepped and ready to go. I it's think bad flash still it's had for me bad do flash like 20 minutes of audio polling. Right before? Yeah. I thought it was like five minutes, but that was on me. Thank it was God. Like, it was more like 80 or 90. Jeez, thank God Bab's going to be here forever to do that. I us. know. Well, if it wasn't for it being bad flash show tonight, I probably wouldn't be this prepared, to be completely honest with you. So, shout out to you, Bab, for that. Uh, Truth is, now that school's out, man, I got a little bit more time on my hands so I can focus on the more important things in life, like nosebleed seats. You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, let's just get right down to the nitty-gritty. We got L's to shout out. I love getting nitty. First one is the upcoming Dallas Cowboys. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> I love it, though. It's like dirty, but it's not. Can, can we figure out nitty? That sounds, it's either I'll like. I like it up. God, I, I feel like this is nitty. like. <laughs> thank you, Bab. <laughs> Bab knows. He knows I'm going to ask him to look it up, first of all, but I feel like that's like a nitty. That I don't know if that's. I feel like that's like a grandma thing. Like nitty, you're gonna go, you're gonna go get nitty. I wonder if like hip grandmas say that when they're knitting your blankets, Wolchuk. Anyways, the Seattle Seahawks, which is the next Dallas Cowboys opponent, I will be at the game. Wolchuk will not. And they're coming into town and they're kind of falling apart at the seams, Wolchuk. It seems to be a match made in heaven for you guys who need desperately a victory. They're kind of falling apart, these Seattle Seahawks, and that's why they are getting not only just the Seahawks, but specifically also a guy named Bobby Wagner. <laughs> Bobby! And, uh, Bab, go ahead and interject. you got a look on your face right now. Yeah, the definition of nitty is full of or, inf full of or infested with nits, which is a species of head lice. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. Wow, like, you love getting nitty, baby. I don't baby. like getting nitty at all. Oh, you're a nasty son of a bitch, Wolchuk. I love that about you. Let's get back to these L-takers. Love Seattle. Licking those L's. They got smoked 42 to 7 by the Rams. 42 to who? 7 by the Rams. Oh. Of Los Angeles. And uh, Earl Thomas, after the game, had some words for one Bobby Wagner, who's really one of the best linebackers in football, but he's been playing up, injured, right? Yeah. Playing injured. I don't even know what's wrong so with him. So is Earl, probably. Yeah. Well, Whole everybody is. At this is point. just, they need some cryotherapy. You're not wrong. But Bobby Wagner, I guess, struggled in the game. Earl Thomas wasn't a fan of it. And so after the after the game, he had some words for Bobby himself. I don't, to be totally honest, I think the guys that play, you know, you got to give, give your hats, hats off to, you know, Wags and you know, a couple of guys that play. But, you know, my, my personal opinion, I don't think, I don't think they should have played. You know, the backups would have did, you know, just as, just as good. How limited do you think Bobby was just from your observation? I, I have no clue. Uh, but, you know, you normally see Wags, you know, attack running from sideline side to sideline, and uh, he, he just couldn't, he couldn't do it today. Uh, but I, I think he just waited a little bit too long to take himself out. Tough deal, Bobby. Shots fired. It's like a back. It's like a backhanded compliment there in the beginning. There is no other locker room in, in football where that goes down. But for Seattle, those guys have such a unique relationship where you've seen it with Richard Sherman and Doug Baldwin. And Bennett and those boys. Yeah, they call each other out when they feel it's necessary, and you don't get any real backlash from it. It's like an understanding, like, all right, noted. 
And maybe Earl Thomas is onto something because I know you want to play football, but there are times where you're not healthy, you just can't do it, and you are hurting your team by being selfish and wanting to be out there where a guy that's fully healthy and can at least run would be the better player. Well, and that's why Earl Thomas hits him with the, you know, Wags is usually a player, but I think the backups could have done just as good. It's like, ooh, yeah. that stings a little bit, old he Bobby. He hit him hard, man, but he was speaking truth, and I always appreciate that. Fair enough. Well, that's why Bobby and the Seattle Seahawks get the first honorable mention L of the week. Let's move on to the finer things in life. Wine? Women. Wow. Women. Dogs. Guy by the name of Ryan Smith is a reporter for the Daily Mail, and he's taking the Daily a, Mail. The Daily Mail, not really like M A L E. It's a, no, no, no. Daily uh, M A I L. Oh, mailbox, mailbox, mailbox. not yeah. mail like men. It's, it's a British newspaper. Oh, it's British. Yes, thank oh. you. Ben. Their website is dailymail.co.uk. Well, I guess this Ryan Smith fella reported that uh, singer, rapper, whatever Australian girl. She's kind of cute. I don't know what you think about the Australians her. Australians are beautiful. Iggy Azalea. You probably love Iggy. I know what you're into. And I'm a fan. That donkey donk is ridiculous. She had large. Uh, Ryan Smith, the reporter, reported that uh, she had, she was having dinner in L.A. with her former ex-boyfriend, Swaggy P, Nick Ooh, Young, yeah. former Laker, current warrior. Well, turns out they were just happened to be at the same restaurant, whatever. They weren't actually together. And Iggy Azalea just ripped this Ryan Smith dude. So Ryan Smith is getting an honorable mention L because Iggy Azalea just takes to Twitter. She's like, Ryan Smith. At the Daily Mail, I hope all your Christmas gifts contain boxes of dried up chips of dog bleep <laughs> for trying to imply I would ever, ever have a dinner date with my ex who created a full human being behind my back. Which I guess means, I guess Nick she Young cheated like, on her. He cheated on her. He cheated on her. Thank and you. And had a baby with somebody And else. had a child with another woman. Yeah. So then the next tweet for Iggy is Ryan Smith, I hope all your candy canes break before you get to take them out of the wrapper for the rest of your life. What? She goes on to say, Ryan Smith of the Daily Mail, I curse you to cut your finger open deeply every year on a broken <laughs> Christmas ornament. Ouch. She finishes it up with, anyway, hope everyone, hope everyone's good. I wish everyone, not you, Ryan, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I hope Ryan vomits on his own bleep before the fireworks, though. Okay, there comes a point where take the high road. This is getting bad. And she said, very, very personal. The unfortunate thing about LA is there are not that many places people eat. You can be in the middle of one of the most important dinner meetings of your life, and randomly your ex and all his friends walk in the same place. So, I guess that's how it is for those famous people, man. It just happens. They only go to three or four restaurants. You can count them on one hand. They exactly. all go there at the same time. In the hills. You Because know, LA doesn't have anywhere good to eat. Right? Yeah, dude. LA is <laughs> like, it's, it's, not, it's only the out third there, largest city in America. But there's no restaurants. No there's food. only like four restaurants to go to. Yeah, people are malnourished in LA. That's totally. a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. That's why they're on so many diets, right? Anyways, that's why Ryan Smith of the Daily Mail is getting an honorable mention L. Because Iggy Azalea just totally just ripped him apart via the Twitters, man. And it was great. Well, I was here for it. I'm not mad about it. Sorry, Ryan. Let's go back into sports for another honorable mention L and let's look to Ohio State. So Ohio State's, man, they're kind of down in the dumps right now because they, they're one spot out of the college football playoff. Damn, that kind of sucks. Sorry, Urban. Sorry. Sorry, fellas. Sorry, JT. Average quarterback. Well, you're not in the college football playoff. 
Next thing you know, you're also out on one of the top recruits in, in all of high school football right now. Five-star guy. His name is Micah Parsons. And they're not going to get him for a recruiting violation for whenever he came on campus when college game day was there. And he got to go on set and all this stuff. And he took a photo with Eddie George and Kirk Herbstreet, who used to play for Ohio State. And there's some little random rule that you can't be involved with an alum who's also in the media and whatever, whatever. And so now Ohio State loses out on their studly defensive end that they couldn't wait to turn into Joey Bosa. What? Yeah, it's sad. Hold it's, on. So this was a recruit. A recruit on campus. High school kid. There. Yeah. Gets a picture with Eddie George and Kirk Herbstreet. Yep. If you had the opportunity to get a picture with those two, would you do it? Yeah. Bab, yeah. would you? Yes. So would I. So that's the point. If you, if, if somebody else would, it's like, of why is would that take a problem? Picture. Well, it's not. It's it. There's a rule for it. I guess I don't know. It's What's like the rule. It says, "quote." Um, is it an NCAA rule? They, yes, they are not allowed to quote have contact with members of the media Jesus. associated with former student athletes. Come on. Oh, it's oh, it's the NCAA is just ridiculous. Are don't you get me wrong. It's the me? dumbest thing I've ever heard. I mean, I can't stand it. This is this is ridiculous. I, I hate it. Where's he going? Michigan? Probably. Hopefully Miami. We'll see. That would be awesome that is if Miami swooped in and got this five-star DN. The NCAA can suck it. Yeah. Bunch of morons. Well, Ohio State's taking an honorable mention L for that reason. You know what, Ohio State? I don't think that's your fault. It's not. No, it's not your I fault. How are they going to have any control over that? NCAA bylaw 13101. Screw that bylaw. Mm-hmm. As members of the media may not be present during an institution's recruiting contact with a prospect, and a prospect may not participate in team activities that would make the public or media aware of the prospect's visit. That, along with Psych. the NFL's catch rule, okay. can go rotten poo. I agree. Matter of fact, I couldn't agree more. Let's get to the biggest L, boys. Ohio State had it rough but not as rough as Mr. James Brown of CBS NFL. He's an announcer. He's a sportscaster. You can catch him on the pregame, halftime, and postgame for CBS. Also on Inside Every the NFL. Sunday. Yes. Presented by the NFL. Showtime and yeah. NFL Network. Well, there was a tweet on Sunday that got sent out from his Twitter account. He claims that he was hacked. Well, let's hope he was because he sent out this tweet, or somebody did from his account, that included an explicit link to some adult videos that one maybe Walchick would divulge in from time to time. Excuse me, I don't do that. Well, JB might, because he tweets the link out and he's got a nice little, nice little quote here that says, "Sexy little brunette bleep, bleeping and bleeping her personal trainer's big bleep." What? Exclamation point. James Brown. Wait, do you have the actual words written down? I do have the. Actual words written down. If you want to see him, uh, it's like F S. <laughs> wow, big C. Sexy little brunette B. Yep. Uh, Sing and effing her personal trainer's big C. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, JB. <laughs> do you do you actually think James Brown did that? I personally don't think that he would do that. It just doesn't make any sense ever. I think he clicked on some link for that, which was what caused his account to get hacked in the first place. Okay, maybe that's fair. Maybe he had some maybe like indirect involvement. That is more likely than him actually doing that. James Brown yeah. is a <laughs> He's a stand-up guy with a terrible a, hairline. An absolute and that's not professional his fault. in the industry. He's been around for years. 
I've never met him in person, but he seems nothing but the nicest guy. I he is too intelligent to do something stupid like that. I don't. Well, think I don't know he because he's kept that hairline oh, for all on. these years. Apparently, I've got like, bad eyebrows, on, man, and I really could care less. Bad eyebrows? You have incredible. My eyebrows. girlfriend is always wanting to pluck and clean up my eyebrows. Oh well, that that doesn't mean you have bad eyebrows. They're is bushy. Yeah, bushy fine. brows. I, are they bad? You tell me. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they look great. I don't think they're that bad. It's not even that they're that bad. They, they're they great. Thank you very much. They're sexy. And Thank you want to know bad. why they are? Because they were tidied up because baby girl came in there and plucked them. There's nothing wrong with that. You got to shave your downstairs sometimes. That doesn't mean she doesn't want anything to do with the downstairs. No, I'm, but you got to keep it tidy. I mean, do you think James Brown consciously went, you know what? I'm going to type into my Twitter today and tweet out, uh, watch this girl S- her effing C. No, oh, you mean that sexy on. little brunette B? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then he follows it up with another tweet that says, obviously my account has been hacked and deleted the tweet. So it's a sad time to be James Brown. I don't think he did it, Bab. You might be onto something there, indirectly involved. Either way, the dude's taking an L, and not just any L. He's taking the biggest L of the bleeping week. Sorry, James Brown. Who is her? I was okay. I was okay of an appearance by Ace. I'll take it. Let's get happy. So James Brown stuff's got me down. I just feel so bad for him. I got somebody though. I got somebody who's about to be really, really happy. And he goes by the name of Zachary Bleepin Bab. And you want to know why? Why? This Is there fool... some obscure league making a return? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> the XFL. Is that a porn league? <laughs> <laughs> it might as well be. As Can James I say Brown? that? Do we have to bleep that out? No. The no, P word? To, no, you don't saying have to bleep that out. The word P O R N is not uh, an FCC violation. Okay. Anyways, the XFL, which is not the XXXFL, Walchuk, might be making a return. And, Bab, I just am curious how excited you are. There's a quote here uh, saying you're looking to bring it back, the XFL, and they may announce it on January 25th. Yes, I'm very thrilled. Uh, it depends on if they actually bring back. I don't think they could bring back everything that the XFL did in 2001 because it would be frowned upon uh, for reasons of player safety uh, nowadays. Yeah, but what about the UFC? If, if it's built that way and it's and it's... It's promoted that way, and everybody knows what it is. It's wrestling. It's barbaric. It's cartoonish. These guys are insane. Like, it didn't work. Yeah, right? The XFL didn't work. No, it collapsed. It didn't get ratings. It was hemorrhaging money. People quit on it. It w- wasn't able to sustain success. Oh, so Bab, that was this, the issue. Is this not as much of an honorable mention dub for you, Bab, as I thought it would be? No, it was, because I was, like, the only watcher. No, you are. Yeah, that's why I'm not saying XFL fans, because you are the only yes, XFL fan. I am so the I'm only just XFL you. fan, yeah. My favorite part was the football scramble, which took the place of the coin toss. You put a football at the 50-yard line, you'd have two players sprint at it from the goal line, and the first two grabbed the football, uh, got the choice of whether they wanted to defend or take offense first. How many many people died? uh, Well, the very first one, the debut XFL game that was on NBC, uh, one of the players separated his shoulder. (laughs) Exciting, but stupid. Yes. Sure. Well, either way, Bab. Well, that explains Bab. Exciting yeah. but stupid. Full of <laughs> <laughs> perfect Full of honorable mention. Trash talking, um, PA announcers, and staged fights. And awesome. uh, okay, Bab. Here, let me ask you this one yes. because I'm sure that you watch this league too. Yes. XFL or NFL Europe? Ooh. Because to me, NFL Europe was better. 
Argonauts? I, I think in terms of uh, no, that's that's CFL. CFL, dang that's it. CFL, dang it. NFL Europe, Frankfurt Galaxy. Galaxy. Um, I think in terms of more quality played football, probably NFL Europe. Uh, in terms of just a spectacle, because it was ran by Vince McMahon, probably the XFL. Because the XFL at least like had a major TV deal, because. Yeah, McMahon. They had a deal with NBC. NBC. Yeah, because awesome. because McMahon pumped all of his WWE money into it, and so they had a very large visible footprint compared to NFL Europe, where you have to like watch on like ESPN 18 at three in the morning. For uh, those of you that haven't ever watched the XFL, there's a great 30 for 30 on it that tells you how it became about, what happened with it. Give it a watch; it's worth your while. All right, so bad. That's the honorable mention dub. First in line. Second in line is a man by the name of Blake Bortles. Believe it or not, holy crap, I never thought this day would happen. Mark it down on your calendars because it'll never happen again. Blake Bortles is getting an honorable mention dub of the week, and I am baffled. Here's why. That should be a dub, an honorable mention dub, That the fact that he's getting an honorable mention dub. You're so right. This is a big day for Blake. In the last month, he's 3-0. Which is obviously tied for first in the league. He's first in yards per attempt, first in TD to interception ratio. What? Seven touchdowns, no picks. And he's first in total QBR at 85. No way. He has been the best quarterback statistically in football for the last three weeks. Holy crap. I cannot even fathom that. Do you have a schedule in front of you? I do not. Mm. I do not. Interesting. But I know they had, uh, I'm getting an Amber alert right now, and Houston Bab. A blue Toyota Celica 2000. Houston Amber Alert. Am I the only one getting this? Dang it, they got me. I got it too. You got it too? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah, I don't know who that car is. All right, well, we're sending out a PSA right now. If you're in Houston, Texas, in a blue Toyota Celica and you're a nosebleeder, <laughs> I guess we're pulling for you, man. But if you're not, go bleep yourself. Hope they find you. Crazy stuff in Houston. Always. I don't know why you're going there, Babbage. Just stay here. <laughs> he is. Blake Bortles. You're the man. I guess I got to give it to you. It's crazy. Crazy things are happening. I don't know anything about football, and I never have. He is not playing terribly. Now, let's get to the biggest dub of the week, and Thank this is a feel-good story, man. Love this part. When, it, when it's right to be over? Yeah, it's a great time. <laughs> it's a great time. Zach Miller, tight end of the Bears. Oh, dude, is Blew his leg that. still on? Oh, it is still on. He does still have his leg, but only by the skin of his teeth does he have his leg. We got video of him walking for the very first time. Oh, baby. Just think, like, every step is like you're checking, checking the water and the temperature in the pool. <laughs> How'd that feel, Zach? Like a million bucks. Like a million bucks. Dude, can you believe like that? You're an bucks. NFL player. Like, a couple months ago, you're one of the best athletes on the planet. And now, you are just cherishing the world to be able to walk again that's unbelievable man yeah it's 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 an, it's an incredible story and you feel for the guy but hey he's on the road to recovery and he's walking and we got sound of him walking for the first time in however many months so that's just beautiful he feels like a million bucks i couldn't be happier for him and i hope to see him back on the field if not hey at least the dude's going to be up and moving around again so shout out to you zach miller you are the biggest dub of the bleeping week winning thanks charlie all right, biggest L, biggest dub. Nose Police Seats Podcast, Zach Wilshuk, Eric Chia, follow producer, Bab. That is in the rear view.
Now it is time to get back into the world of the NFL. We're tossing around the pigskin and we're recapping another phenomenal week in the National Football League. First things first, Eric, let's go back and look at the Yoda picks. NFC East, how did he do? Not bad. Not bad. He seems to be in that 2 and one range constantly. He can't get out of that 2 and one bubble. And he was right back there this week. He called that Cowboys game. He knew it was going to go down to the wire, but he didn't want you to be, he didn't want you to know, right? I'm, I'm glad he kept it to himself. Of course, of course, because he knows how much you love seeing that live and going through the actual experience. So it's a beautiful thing. Cowboys win 20 to 17 and football Yoda, excuse me, NFC East Yoda called it and knew it. Next thing, the Eagles, Nick Foles. Wow. He gave NFC East Yoda a little bit of a scare, mm. but the Eagles pulled it out. Thank God they did. It's always a good move. What, the pullout? You said it. Go Eagles. Nick Foles, I don't think he's got it, though, man. I'll Dude, be honest with the you. The Eagles looked very vulnerable, and Eli Manning, I mean, that was his one last gasp. He made Sterling Shepard look like a pro bowler. They hung in there. They fought. They clawed. That Eagles defense, man, I didn't know that they lost anybody on the defensive side of the I ball. I know. I'm like, did, you're did giving Carson up 29 Wentz? to the Giants. Did Carson Wentz play DB? I mean, I don't no, know. No, he's no Saquon Barkley. Mm-mm. He ain't doing it like that. So, are you concerned about the Eagles? I'm not. Actually, I am because Nick Foles is a scary guy. I, I don't. I don't he, like. He threw four touchdowns though. I mean, I don't think Nick Foles played that badly. I think that defense looked terrible. The defense did look terrible. The you give up 29 is, points to the Giants. It's a sad. Time. That's what did it. I mean, they scored 34, and it's because of Nick Foles. Either way, the Giants' defense is god awful. Right. Nick Foles is not going to take you to the promised land. I don't see I it agree. happening. I agree. And if your defense is not here, if your defense is out here giving 29 to the Giants, you're in trouble. Okay. In trouble. So so there's that. NFC's got that one right. Uh, and then the Redskins and the Cardinals. He thought the Redskins were just falling apart at the scenes. What an ugly game that was. It was bad. And the Redskins, oh. and they stay injured constantly, those guys. I feel bad for them. NFC East does too. But he picked against them because, well, the injuries. Next thing you know. They pull out the dub. Well, it's against the Cardinals. I know, but it, we, I just figured, at least when I talked to NFC East, the way he felt, he was just like, man, the injuries are just compounding and compounding and compounding. Let's give it to Arizona. Jay Gruden's one foot out the door with his potatoes. So do you think Gruden's fired at the end of the year? <sighs> I don't think so. I think Gruden's there. I think he'll bring in a quarterback that he likes. I think Cousins is out there for sure. Cousins will get a big deal somewhere. I don't think he should be fired. I think they've been just injury riddled, and it's a shame, and it happens every once in a while. Every team goes through it. I mean, everybody goes through injuries every year, but there's some next-level injuries, and that's where the Redskins have been this year. So you can't blame your coach for that. So that's that. NFC is 2-1. He can't get out of that. Well, football Yoda, 1-2 this week. Mm. Yeah, he went ahead and picked some big-time games, and he told me he felt really confident about the majority of these, especially... The Chargers going into Kansas City. Well, that one didn't happen. Kansas City looks, what a Jekyll and Hyde they've been. Started the season, best team in football. Middle of the way, have a big lull. Who knows what they are? Are they even a playoff team? And then at home, division on the line, Kareem Hunt is back. That offense is back to full strength. The defense is making plays, making Phillip Rivers look like the old man that he is. And they just completely destroyed the Chargers. The reason why I don't really have faith in the Chiefs right now is because they, and Michael Lombardi was talking about this, he 
he said that they they have to have turnovers. They're the kind of team that has to have turnovers. Their defense, if you watch the game, was not was not stopping the Chargers. They were only 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 when they were getting turnovers. It, if if they didn't get a turnover, they scored every single time. Mm-hmm. And so you're not going to force three or four turnovers every single game. It's just not going to happen, especially when you get to playing a Tom Brady or or a, or a Ben Roethlisberger or somebody like that in the playoffs. They're not going to turn it over. Bortles. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, who right. would have thought that? Man. But the, but every time the Chiefs didn't get a turnover, they they got scored on. And so and a lot of them were were fortunate they get tipped, boom, it falls in the guy's hands. That's not happening every game. So I don't think the Chiefs have what it takes defensively and offensively, very inconsistent as well. I was surprised at how badly the Chargers played. Uh, I thought the Chargers were going to go in there and, and win that football game. I know Keenan Allen left with a back injury. Mm. Melvin Gordon had some success. Phillip Rivers just, he went through a, a month stretch where he was finally back. But before that, when they were struggling, and then in this game, his accuracy was so far off. That would cause a lot of the turnovers. Yeah. There were times he had Keenan Allen running open, Tyrell Williams running open, and he just sails the ball, airmails it. That's what I'm saying. It just falls right into a guy's yeah. arms. That, that, that kind of stuff's not going to happen. So the Chiefs... They don't actually play good defense unless they get fortunate, lucky turnovers. That's the truth. The other game, football Yoda missed. He picked the Seahawks to win at home against the Rams. Wow, he didn't just miss on that, That dude. was an absolute... He didn't, he didn't even bring his bat to the plate. Bleep use. I think the LA... He owes the LA Rams an apology, I think. Yes. Hopefully, we'll have to let him know about that. He They totally deserve it. 45-7. to seven. How about Todd Gurley, man? In three quarters of football... Had just under 200 yards of total yards of total offense mm-hmm. and four freaking touchdowns, man. Saved. I know nobody cares, but he he put me single-handedly in a fantasy championship game. Yeah, nobody cares. Killed it out there. And there was a play. It was third down and 20 for Seattle. Trying to stop L.A. finally. Get him off the field and punt. And the Rams just run the ball thinking, all right, cool. It'll be a five-yarder. We'll, we'll go out there. Here's Johnny Hecker or whatever the hell their punter's name is. Gurley takes it to the house on like a 50-yard touchdown run. Untouched. He's incredible. And that's what I'm saying. Seattle's falling apart right now. They're calling each other out. They're a little bit injured. And I think it's a recipe for a victory with the Z comeback. But we'll have to talk to NFC East. We will. And I think on the flip side of that, the Rams, you look at across the NFC. Man. It's hard to say. If if you were if someone says to me, I think the Rams are the best team in the in the NFC, I'm not gonna say you're wrong. I'm not gonna say you're wrong either. I, I don't know who's right in that scenario with any team in the NFC because they're all pretty neck and neck. They I think are. the Eagles have taken a step back now. But when you look at who are the two best defenses, Minnesota. Minnesota and, and LA, in my opinion, the Rams. Really? Okay. Yes. Be- okay. Mainly because of Aaron Donald and that front, that front a- four, that pass rush. In the playoffs, that pass rush wins. I think they've got enough support and athleticism in the back end where they can force some plays. And, yeah, I know the Saints have had a great year. The Panthers looked really good, picked Aaron Rodgers off three times, and they just keep winning. Carolina 10-4 and four now. They've had that renaissance. People forget the Panthers are two years removed from being in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty damn good team. They said a down year last year. But it was just, yeah, and, and it was a steady decline at the beginning of this season, too. They didn't start off good. Cam Newton no, was they started off great. Start- they, were, they were like 4-0. This but year? they didn't look good. Oh, well, Newton. You, you remember the Newton first did half not year, look good, I man. kept on saying I think the Panthers are the most overrated 5-1 and one team. In the, whatever the hell they were. They had a great record. They've, they've just been winning games, but they haven't looked good doing it. Now they're hitting their stride. Yeah, now they're looking good. Newton played really well on Sunday against the Packers. And who would have thought Aaron Rodgers would go in there and throw a, bu- a couple of picks and 
Sad time. Bye-bye. He goes to IR, and the Packers are done. First time since 2008 the Green Bay Packers won't be in the playoffs. How crazy is that? And if it, I mean, it's an Aaron Rodgers injury, and that's the only reason. Because if it wasn't for that, I'm he's the Packers are going to find a way to yeah, get in there. I'm with you. He always does. And then finally, the, the game that saved football Yoda. Can you imagine if he lost all three of these? Well, he almost did. And in my opinion, he should have. He'd have lost all respect as well. He took the Patriots over the Steelers. By the way, Bab, I think we should hit this clip real quick and hit it hard. Uh, cut 60, if you don't mind, my friend, because the Patriots got another victory. Now Burkhead's in five touchdowns his last three games from the eye. Second and goal from the one. Burkhead runs it to the right. Burkhead is into the end zone. Touchdown, Patriots. Big boy, opening drive on the road. That's how you set the tone. What do you do on defense? You get off the field first series, you flip it, you put a seven up, and now you make them respond. Now you're in their head thinking, uh-oh, Tom Brady and the offense is back. Well, who is that? Who's the who's the color guy? I don't know his name. Gosh, that, he had to. He was clearly a former player. And he loves Rex. He's always like, oh, yeah. Anytime Rex scores, he's on it. Now Rex Burkhead left the game, got injured. Oh, no. Uh, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you, Rex. Reports are today. Adam Schefter said it's not an ACL. So we, we we diverted any major, major injury. You got an update, Bob? Yeah, uh, Scott Zolak is the uh, color voice on the Patriots radio Scott Zolak, network. that's right. What was he, a former like defensive lineman? He sounds no, like he's he a former quarterback. Nails. He was quarterback of the Patriots from 91 to 98 and quarterback of the Dolphins in 99. Wow, wow. you're I such a fan, dude. Jesus. I literally have never heard of this guy, and he does not sound like a quarterback. He sounds like he ate nails with Vince Wilfork on the defensive line of the New England Patriots. Mother lickers. Like, seriously, he sounds like Gronk's dad out there. That does not sound like a former quarterback. Well, Rex got in there to help the Patriots early, but this one came down to the wire, and it looked like the Pittsburgh Steelers had this thing won. This will be cut 71, Bab. Jesse James, touchdown, then reviewed. Is it a catch? Is it not a catch? I don't know. Ben in the shotgun. Gets the snap, wants to throw it. Throws it for the touchdown to Jesse James. Would you believe that? The Steelers leapfrog back ahead with 28 seconds to go. Is it a touchdown or is it After not? After reviewing the play, the receiver in the end zone did not survive the ground. It's an incomplete pass. I told you. I It'll told you. It'll be Pittsburgh's ball, second down and 10 at the 10-yard line. Oh, the game clock is correct and me. will start on the next snap. Bad, were you having a heart attack at this point? I'm surprised you're even still alive. Yeah, I basically just gave up after that. That was a catch and a touchdown. Ball crosses the goal line in clear possession of Jesse James. And I'm not even a Steelers fan. I really don't even like the Steelers. But that was a touchdown. And the Steelers were robbed, and they lose Antonio Brown in the process, which leads me to this question. Chi, you can answer following Bab's response because Bab is the Steelers fan in the room. How much does that kill the Steelers' chances? Uh, do you really expect Antonio Brown is back for the playoffs? It's a calf tear, and to me, I don't know how the hell he's ready in two or three weeks. Bab, can we get your medical opinion? They need the bye. They have to get the bye. Okay, and so the, Dr. Bab says and the that fact, he needs that week. And the fact, Yeah, the fact they lost makes it worse because now you have no Antonio Brown, and now you basically have to win your last two games to guarantee yourself a bye. Well, their final two are... At Houston, and what's the last game of the season? Do we know? Oh, Look it up. I know they play shoot. at Houston on Christmas Day this week, which is very winnable. Yes, the, the Texans are reeling, and Bill O'Brien has 
been all but fired in my Texans, opinion. I have some HSOs on the Texans. Um, but let's see. Pittsburgh schedule uh, home against the Browns. Okay, so they're they're going to win their final two games, and they'll get that by. So you think AB is back and ready to go for the divisional round? I think, yeah, I think that's a best-case scenario. If not, he misses and is back. I, I, I do see him back for the AFC Championship game if they advance. Okay. And that's your professional medical opinion. That's right, my man. professional medical opinion. I've spent uh, 13 years in medical school. Really? Um, that's okay. my professional so opinion. Wow, in the grand sounds scheme like of things, you spent 13 seconds on it. In Bab's opinion... <laughs> This isn't going to affect their Super Bowl chances. What do you think? Yeah, this this totally ruins them. I think so too. Even I think if he's they even might if he's lose back, their first playoff game. I'm right. not going to say whether he is or isn't back. I don't know. What the hell do I know? I'm no Doctor Bab, but if he is back, he's probably not going to be fully healthy. Will he be himself? And if you can't win at home, you're not winning in New England, right? No, you're they not just winning lost in New at home to New England. Whether have. they should or shouldn't, have. they still have. it's it's an L. There's nothing you can do. Heck. I've been on the other side of that thing, too. Yeah, you have. And I'm still not over 2014 Green Bay. I don't think I ever will be, even though Mr. Testator, you could see that smirk when he pulls that paper out, pulls it out, and then he's, oh. get, he's getting ready to call that first down yeah, for Dallas. first down. That smirk, in his mind, he's thinking, redemption, Cowboy fans, I'm going to give you this one, baby. That first was, down, Dallas. Yeah, that was an arrogant first down that he was really excited. That might have been the most excited he's ever been to acknowledge a first down. If... If Pittsburgh has to go into Foxborough for the AFC Championship game. Well, you know New England's going to be there. Yes. The uh, the dark horse, though, and this will be cut 52, Bab, cut 52. There's a team that's made this playoffs for the first time in a long time, maybe since the Packers were last out in 2008. And this team, we've seen them already shred the Steelers in Pittsburgh earlier this year. A dark horse? I'd like to see that matchup with New England because of how good this team's defense is. Hit it back. Some teams back into the playoffs. Some teams fall into the playoffs. The Jacksonville Jaguars have stormed into the playoffs. And uh, what a day this was here in Jacksonville. 45-7. to The Jaguars are coming. And you just said it. So is Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles has been the best quarterback in the league statistically the last three weeks. That's been their Achilles heel. And they've they've done this without Leonard Fournette, who is resting and getting healthy. They've now clinched a playoff berth. I wouldn't even play Fournette the last two weeks of the year. It's funny because Marone at the beginning of the season was like, I just want to play great defense. I want to run the ball fantastically. And I want Blake shouldn't be throwing the ball more than five times a game. And he's, now, he's being a little tongue-in-cheek, but he's now throwing he's throwing touchdowns to Cole. He's the number one quarterback in football. But the thing is, he's doing it with guys. Marquise Lee got hurt. Yeah. We know about D.D. Westbrook when he's a rookie. Allen Robinson's out for the year. It's amazing. Allen Hearns, I think, has been hurt. Who are these guys he's throwing to? It's amazing what great defense does. I I, it's, I truly think the, the two greatest things you can have besides just an all-time quarterback is either an absolutely, completely dominant offensive line that allows your offense to do so much, or a top-notch, and that's always been championships, or defense win championships, a stellar defense. And the Jaguars have a stellar defense. By far the best defense in the league, and one of the best we've seen in in a couple of years. I mean, they are on all cylinders, front four, linebackers, DBs. They're badass, and that is something that can win you games. And if Blake Bortles continues what he's doing, they are a definite threat, much Take more, it. I think, than Pittsburgh, even to New England. Take guess. There's two separate players. Who's leading their them in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns? Oh, my God. The Jaguars? Mercedes the Jaguars. Lewis. Mercedes Lewis. 
Mercedes Lewis is leading in touchdowns. Who's leading in yards? In yards. yards. Is it, um, man. Gosh dang it. I don't know any Jags receivers. Alan Bleepin' Hearns? No. It's no. Not Alan and Hearns. it's not Marquise Lee. And it's, it's, it's Marquise Lee. It is oh, it Marquise is? Lee. Marquise Lee with 702 yards. 710. Wow. wow that's and Merce low. Mercedes Lewis has five touchdowns. That's leading the team and, and receptions. Wow. Can't believe that dude's still in the but league. But you can't, you're, you're, if you're, it's been New England and Pittsburgh, right? The top two, cream of the crop in the AFC. It, the Chargers were there during their winning streak. They get destroyed by Kansas City. Do you want to put Kansas City up there? If no. you ask me, Jacksonville's the third best team in that conference. I think they're the second. You think they're the second? I think they're, you I think think they're better than Pittsburgh? I think they would beat Pittsburgh. I think they're, they have beaten Pittsburgh head-to-head. Head. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, they totally you know what? You're right. Out of them. You're right. I think that I defense feel... is, would clamp down on them fools. Yes. I'd I love to say see them play New England, man. I think that defense can give Tom Brady some trouble. Yeah, I'm with you. I will say I feel like Pittsburgh has gotten better since they've played the Jaguars, but I do feel like if they were to play again, it would be close if they were to play again with no Antonio Brown. The Jaguars are the favorites in that game. The thing is, and if you've got Leonard Fournette, I think the answer is yes. But cold, on the road, can that offense defense. put up points? Defense, defense, defense. I'm with you, but that offense is still going to have to make some plays. And at the end no, of the day, sure. as good as Bortles has played, he, I'm not going to put him on that level to say I trust him Definitely in that not. kind of situation. No, how, he's going to suck how the last is this, two games. How is this for an AFC playoff game? If the playoff started today, Jacksonville would host a playoff game against the Buffalo Bills. Wow. Gosh, I hope Buffalo gets Ew. in too, man. And they destroyed your Dolphins, brother. I don't want them to get I know you hate them, dude. But as a guy who's neutral, the Bills haven't been in the playoffs since 99. That is a fan base that deserves it. Don't you want McDermott to eat that McDermott mistake? That is the two longest playoff that droughts Peterman in mistake. the NFL facing each other. Jags, Bills? Jags, When's Bills. The, is, am I right? Is 08 the last time the Jags made it? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, those were like Gerard and Fred yeah, Taylor. Yeah, Gerard and Fred Taylor and MJD. That's right. Yep. Well, and, and they also had a pretty good defense then. They had a big defensive yeah. line. Stroud. Uh, who was McPherson. their corner? Gosh, with the dreads. Oh, oh um, my gosh. Oh, this no. Is killing was it McDaniel me. or something like that? Oh, seven. It was an M. It was an M something. Yeah, though. Mathers. Ah, 07 playoffs. So January of 08. Can you was give the last us the roster? Tell it. me who was number 27 on that team. Okay, sorry. This one is second. freaking yeah, killing this is me. Yeah, going to kill me. This guy ah, was such a stud. But, he was so good. He really was. Just random trivia. 07 playoffs. Mathis. Robert Mathis. No, not Robert Mathis. Rasheen. Rasheen Mathis. Mathis. I think it's Rasheen Mathis. Oh, my goodness. I got to look this up now. But it is Mathis. 2007. God, we're idiots. Jacksonville. I know this is Rasheen. We're geeking hard about this season. No, he was my boy. I would would always get on my fantasy uh, Madden team. I would always draft him. Yeah. He was was a good player. Number again, please. 27. 27, Rasheen Mathis. Rasheen Mathis, a baby. Atta boy. But I should have shouted episode 07, 27 for him. 07, 08 playoffs in the first round. They played the Steelers, beat them 31-29. I remember that. In the second round, they beat. They played the Patriots, lost 31-20. It's been a little while We've been them. down this route I just before. want. I just want McDermott to eat that Peterman mistake. That one game that they pissed away because Peterman threw 86,000 oh, interceptions. Well, who's... I want it to be that. And I can't stand the Bills. I want them to have a drought, a lifelong drought. I never want them to make the playoffs again. I know. And they just beat Kenyon Drake, though. As a Dolphins fan, did you watch any of that game? Kenyon Drake is looking great. He is looking like Jay a Jay Cutler still sucks. Bad. Uh, and he, he had a terrible game because you got a stud receiver in Jarvis Landry. Now you've got a running back in Kenyon Drake. That offensive line is getting a little better, mm. but that defense needs a lot of work, and they need a freaking quarterback. And I still don't know that Ryan Tannehill is the answer. Yeah, we're up in. We're kind of like 
in shambles right now. And the problem is, like we talked about, they're going to get a mid-round pick. They're going to be like 12 yeah, to 16. Exactly. We're going to miss out on somebody phenomenal, get injured. The way it goes. Bab, the NFL Pro Bowl rosters were just announced. If you, whenever you get a chance, you could pull those up for us. That okay. would be great. By the way, I have to correct myself. Yeah. If it were if it were to be Bills and Jaguars, it would be the longest playoff drought versus the fourth longest playoff drought. Uh, okay. And the Bills is how long? Like 20? 18 years. 19? Since 99. Okay. The year that they benched Doug Flutie to go with Rob Johnson. Bob? Yeah. It is Idiots. the Bills. The Bills playoff drought is so bad. The Browns have made the playoffs since the Bills, and they lost the Steelers in a classic with Kelly Holcomb at quarterback. That was two thousand three, I want to say. Yes, well, and, January uh, of three. Famous Amos Zaraway was the running back for the Steelers. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a great game. The third, if just if you're curious, is the is are. the Rams. They haven't played in a playoff game since the 04 divisional round. Bolger, oh. interesting. Yeah, Bolger, Mark Bolger. And Jackson. That's God. That's probably crazy. had a tail end to Isaac Bruce there, too. No, I think Marshall Falk is probably on that team Jags, as well. Jags are tied with the Buccaneers. Maybe. Both haven't made the playoffs since 07. Wow. Well, if it's not going to be the Bills, the only other teams in the hunt right now, you got the Titans who are in at 8-6. and six. They look terrible this past weekend. And they've got a tough game coming up against the Rams. And then you've got the Ravens at 8-6. and six. Gosh, just bad football teams. Yeah. Like across the board, just teams that aren't good. We'll see. You know? We'll see how the NFC playoff race right now is insane for yeah. that wild card. The Cowboys... Play the Seahawks. That's essentially an elimination game. Both teams, eight and six. Loser, that's out. Yep. Winner is still alive. Cowboys have to have the Lions drop one of their last two, and then they need either the Panthers, Saints, or Falcons, one of those three teams, to lose their final two. And I think it's the, the Falcons who play New Orleans and Carolina. If a team's going to do it, it's the Falcons dropping those two. Man, wouldn't it have been nice if the Falcons lost to the Bucks on Monday night? Matt Ryan. Oh, I know. They, they, well, they didn't it look good, been, It should have been last week on Thursday night to New Orleans. New Orleans pissed that game away. Yeah, dude. that's very true. That's very that's true. That's what it should have been. Atlanta has not looked good even in these last couple of victories. Yeah, they, so they look very beatable. I, they're definitely due for at least one loss. No question. And, and against Carolina and, and New Orleans? Those are tough. All right, before we wrap this segment, Bab, Pro Bowl rosters, let's hear them. Rapid fire through both conferences? Yes. I want. Well, first, I want to know who's got the most representatives. Steelers with eight. Do they? Wow. All right, let's hear it. All right, so AFC offense, wide receiver Antonio Brown, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, and Keenan Allen. Mm, Keenan. Uh, offensive line, Alejandro Villanueva, Taylor uh, Lewin, Lewin, Lewan. Lewan. Yeah. Titans. We can just go skill players. Uh, okay, so skip through uh, those guys. Well, the funny uh, thing about the Pro Bowl is, is none of these guys you're even naming right now are going to play. They're all true. just going to turn in their you're car right. and say, I'm injured, or I just played in a playoff game, forget you, and it's going to be a bunch of Dolphins players out there. <laughs> Tight ends. Travis, Kenyon Drake. Travis Kelsey and uh, Travis Kelsey and Gronk. Uh, quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Phillip Rivers, and Roethlisberger. Rivers made it, huh? Uh, running backs, Le'Veon Bell, Kareem Hunt, and LaShawn McCoy. Ooh, that's nice. And fullback James uh, Devlin. Okay. Uh, defensive for the AFC: Joey uh, defensive end Joey Bosa, Calais Campbell, Khalil Mack. Interior linemen: Geno Atkins, Jarrell Casey, Malik Jackson. Outside linebackers: Von Miller, Jadavian Clowney, and Terrell Suggs. Uh, more linebackers: C.J. Mosley and Ryan Shazier, who probably is not playing. Yep. Cornerback: uh, really? A.J. Boye, Jalen Ramsey, Akib Talib, Casey Hayward. Uh, free safety, Eric Weddle. Strong safety, Rashad Jones and uh, Micah Hyde. 
Rashad Jones, Dolphin, baby. And the AFC kicker will be Chris Boswell. Tyreek Hill is a return specialist. Okay. I like that the Jags have two of their starting corners are pro bowlers. All right, just tell me who the Cowboys are. Uh, All right, so on to the NFC. Well, why don't you guess? I'm going to guess Tyron Smith and Zach Martin and Travis Frederick. All three made it. Okay. Anybody else? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. (laughs) All three of them made it. After that, I still think Zeke made it. Wideouts. Wideouts, Julio Jones, Adam... Thielen, Thielen uh, Michael Thomas, and Larry Fitz. Uh, tight ends, Zach Ertz and Jimmy Graham. Quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Drew Brees. I wonder who the first alternate's going to be because you know Wentz ain't in there. Uh, running back, Todd Gurley, Alvin Kamara, and Mark Ingram. No Zeke? No Zeke. Come on, man. Come on, man. He's been making documentaries He's still the best game running back in the conference. Okay, but that's that's sort of oh, beside the point. He's also missed here. six games. I don't care. Here's another Cowboy for you. There may be a you. rule against even going to the Pro Bowl if you miss so, so, due There's to suspension. No Who the, knows, man? I know. This could be like the NCAA. Uh, oh, but, you know. Yeah. On the defensive side of the ball, Demarcus Lawrence. Woo! For the Cowboys. Sean Lee, He's Sean in. Lee make it. Uh, let's see. Let's go through here. Emerson Griffin for the Vikings. Cameron Jordan. Interior lineman Fletcher Cox. Aaron Donald. Gerald McCoy. Outside linebacker Chandler Jones. Ryan Kerrigan. Anthony Barr. Inside middle linebacker Luke Keekley. Uh Bobby Wagner. No Sean Lee? No Sean Lee. Are you freaking kidding me? And Bobby Wagner was on the honorable mention L list this, this week. And they, is and John Lee's even below I'm that. done. I'm done with the Pro Bowl. Earl Thomas also made it. Bleep you, Pro Bowl Atta voters. Cornerback, Xavier Rhodes. No, I don't even Patrick care. Peterson, Marshawn Lattimore, Darius Slay. Screw him. Greg Zerline. No Byron Jones. For the kicker. No Byron Jones either. No Sean Lee. Biggest snub no of Dan the Bailey. Pro Bowl. No That's, Dan Bailey. No Chris either. Jones either. No Chris Jones. No Chris Jones. Oh, wow. man. These voters don't know what the hell they're doing. Well, no, that doesn't piss me off as much. As this whole Thomas Davis block on Devontae Adams giving oh two game suspension two games Gronk got one for his post play spear to the back of the head to a guy that can custom yes and, this, and Thomas Davis in the field of play got two games they just I just saw that they reduced it down to one game but but still Gronk didn't even have to reduce this he got one game straight up that is horse bleep that's ball. Screw you, NFL. I agree. No, it's horse. It's not bull bleep. It's horse bleep. Rashad Jones, your lone Dolphins rep of the entire yeah, Pro Bowl. I figured. So the no, Cowboys no Sue? only that's had three. We, we've only face. got the line. No, no Jay we Cutler? Got DeMarcus Lawrence. So Man, four. That's a shock. Okay. Smoke and Jay will be an alternate. All right, Bab, check we'll lose your, out uh, on 60 quarterbacks check your Facebook like, right. messages. I sent you a video that I kind of want to play for our next segment at some point. Okay. Because the audio is oh. funny. It's funny. Mid-show production here. No Split Seats podcast. Zach Wolchuk, Eric follow producer Bab. We're skipping our breaks. We're running late. So we? what we're going to do is just get right into Weird with freaking Wolchuk. That's me. It is you. Wow. We don't, we're not taking a break, so this is going to take me forever to get my weird stuff well, on. Well, you got the entire intro. out right now. Get them pants on. What can you get? Weird. That's weird, man. Time to get weird with Walt Jump, baby. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Oh my freaking gosh, I'm so ready, Wolchuk. Weirdy, weirdy, weird. Let's get weird with Wolchuk, episode 44 edition. Got my pants on and everything, dude. Believe it or not, pants are on. Alright, so we've already talked about our favorite pizza places, and you got nothing? I'll send it again. 
Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is number one for Bab. Now, you know how when you order online, of course, you can go ahead and customize instructions on there. So one of these people ordered a Pizza Hut pizza for delivery online, and they requested a joke be written on the pizza box. Like handwritten? Just like somebody who works there, get out a marker, write a joke on there? As someone who once delivered pizzas, that's not a very uncommon request for someone for someone to ask, hey, write a joke on the box. Interesting. Okay, so people do that. They call up, hey, I want a pizza. Come deliver it to yeah. me. Oh, and by the way, give me a usually, little joke. Usually it's if you order online because there's a place where you can like put in notes and stuff like cook the crust extra or blah, yeah. blah, blah. You or and write thing, a joke. And, yeah, or write a joke on the box. And then you get you usually get more tip for that? Uh, no. Shame. Usually the people who ask that are the people who tip horribly. Well, that might be why the joke that was written on said pizza box in Stafford, Virginia said... Matthew Stafford, Virginia. Quote, what do a pizza delivery driver and a gynecologist have in common? They both touch a lot of box. <laughs> That's actually a better punchline than, than what the joke said. The answer... They both have to smell it, but neither of them get to eat it. Ooh, is that a fact for all of them? Ah, that's a good point. I don't know. I, if you're a gynecologist, do you really, really want to? I don't even that? think you want to. Yeah, every probably every blue moon, but you always want to eat the pizza. That's the problem for the pizza guy. It's a guaranteed. Like, Bab, how much of a struggle was that? Did you ever just not deliver the pizza and just take it for yourself? Was there ever a time? I would have gotten fired. There were plenty of times I would have loved to. Because just you're smelling that pizza, you're yeah. sitting in traffic, and, you're hungry and the, as and balls. The thing, the thing about it is you become addicted to pizza over time because even after you're done mm -hmm. working for the day, your car smells like pizza until you work again. And mm -hmm. so every time you get in the car, you're like, well, I want a pizza. Always. I, it, it, my car doesn't even smell like pizza, and every time I get in my car, I say to myself, I want a pizza. Bleep, I want a pizza. So the lady that had this pizza delivered, uh, who's not named in this article, said her two sons, ages 12 and 15, found this to be too crude to be written on the box. So there's a picture of the box, all the pizza's eaten, and you just see what the joke's written down. So she called, was irate, talked to the manager, Said it's an inappropriate joke. There's a time and place for everything. Mm -hmm. My pizza box is not one of them, and this should be a lesson learned. You can write all over my pizza box. The employee then called guys, and the customer said she hoped the worker wouldn't be fired, but in turn, the worker was indeed fired. Really? Not everyone agrees with this pizza chain's decision to fire the worker. Several people have taken to the restaurant's Facebook page to demand hashtag justice for pizza girl. If you're going to ask, oh, it was a girl who yes, wrote it, it too? Was. Wow, I got mad respect for her. I wish we could get her name and number and get her on the show. You would like her number. Um, I find it, I feel like the, if you're going to ask for a joke and you specifically don't want a dirty joke because you have 12-year-olds that are eating this pizza, say on there, uh, give me a joke but not a dirty one. Yeah, I don't know why this... Request a knock-knock joke. So a knock, joke could be written down on the pizza, but sure. just making a request to have a joke written down on your box is odd to me. I don't care. I'm, eat, here, I'm getting pizza to eat it. So you prefer no jokes on your box? I've never in my life even thought to request a joke be written on my pizza box. On your box. Have you? 
Have I ever had a joke on my box? Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever had. I've never asked for a joke on my box, but I can't say that I've never had a joke on my box. Interesting. I'm not sure where you're going with there. Just answering the question. Next article. We have a woman Ooh. who was getting married. Wedding day comes and, well, it we lost another one. Didn't go very well. Last time there was a wedding situation. Didn't somebody die from it? Didn't they like that was, it was no, like a proposal? It was, yeah, it was a proposal on a bridge, and the guy jumped up on the railing of the bridge to celebrate and fell off the bridge and died. Oh, that's right. He was so elated because she said yes, and then he fell off the bridge and died. What a story that was. Yeah, that was, that was a very not big a good story. But Christine Jo Miller, well, her eyes were watering on her wedding day, but it wasn't for the reason. You expect this will be cut 10, Bab. I'll let them explain it to you. Why does this bride look so distressed? Could it be typical wedding day jitters? Not this time. She's suffering from an allergic reaction to her bouquet. I was the scariest looking person at my wedding. <laughs> the culprit was this flower called Snow on the Mountain. What Christine Miller didn't know is that it can be as poisonous as poison ivy. The night before the wedding, she and her bridal party stayed up to finish the floral arrangements. They had picked the flowers on her property in Nebraska. I washed my face the next morning, and that's when it started. With her ceremony approaching, Christine's when face started. broke out in a nasty red and bumpy rash. Ew! Her eyes swelled shut. I was in so much pain, nobody knew what to do. Christine didn't want to miss her own wedding, so she put on her gown and went on with the ceremony. She walked down the aisle to her soon-to-be husband, John, in absolute agony. She was struggling to keep her eyes open, and they were constantly watering, and <laughs> she just looked miserable. <laughs> she put on a brave face for the guests, but after exchanging vows, Christine and John weren't headed to the reception. They were heading to the hospital. I thought I was dying at that point. That nurse is administering a shot in her rear end. It sure helped a lot. They were determined to go back to their wedding. I had a rash still on my neck and stuff, so I wanted to get my dress off because I wanted to be able to be comfortable at least. And so he ran into Target and got me a shirt that said bride on it um, and then pajama pants, and that's what I wore into our reception. You can see her in her PJs for their first dance and when they cut their cake. Yay! That's One week funny. later, they got a yeah. second chance to take the wedding photos, thanks to their generous wedding photographer. This time, the bouquet was hypoallergenic, and so was the flower in her hairpiece. Wow. What are the odds? Classic case of allergies oh, at a wedding. Oh, I've got some adorable flowers in my backyard at my Nebraska farm. I'm just making my throat close. I love that they, they went to the boyfriend, or the, I guess the the husband there to just like the groom yeah the, yeah the groom the groom that's what it's called and they just ask him and he just chimes in yeah she was in agony she was miserable she super terrible i was waiting for so i was waiting ugly. for him to be like yeah i can't do this like through sickness and in health and he's like wow that came much She's quicker begging than to get I out thought. of her dress and i'm like i'm gonna go to target and get you some clothes yeah, he got me a shirt that said bright on it it was awesome oh my god so great Dude, that is a rough time, man. That is sad. Like your big day, man. It's your big day. That is sad. Now I've got another story regarding poopers. Really? Another? Uh, we've got another, we got another mystery pooper. Still at large? Yes. Well, this is a different pooper. The other pooper still at large. This one is in 
New York. Well, just so everybody's clear, we have the Mad Pooper, mm -hmm. and then we also have the Amazon Primer, who likes to drop crumpers on the doorstep. Yes, so actually, I've got a timeline. Don't we have reverse Blumpkins oh, do you? somewhere? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, in the archives. Oh, well, we're the reverse Blumpkins forever in our heart. But here's the timeline. First pooping situation in May. A Florida man is accused of shooting at a police officer. Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> just just repeat the first line. In May, a Florida man is accused of shooting at a police officer. It's the least surprising thing I've heard all day. Went the extra mile in disgusting acts by pooping on a search warrant. <laughs> so that... I, hoped, I wish it was going to be beat the crap out of the officer and then <clears> he <throat> took a dump on the officer. So he just took a dump on the warrant? feel like if you're gonna do it just like do it on the cop shoe or something don't do it on the warrant that you got to then take with you right? that's true that's true like you're then gonna be like oh wait i need that warrant thanks thanks officer the next thing in june you might remember this ufc fighter justine kish pooped herself during a match but she scored points by tweeting quote unquote bleep happens after the defeat Highlight of my summer, man. How could I forget that? Then in September, a female jogger in Colorado Springs, Colorado, dubbed the Mad Pooper, yep. went on quite a run by repeatedly pooping on one particular lawn. Quite a run is right. Earlier this month, a homeowner in Sacramento County, California, released video showing an Amazon delivery uh, contractor leaving a pile of feces in front of his house. Why do you say that F word? I hate that F word so much. This has been a big year for public poopers. Here, we have a situation where someone is pooping on the lawns of Orchard Park in New York, but police say they don't have much to go on. The first mystery pooping was reported November 8th by a woman who told police she found feces. There Guys, it is again. Gosh dang it. And tissue outside her home. The woman also said she thought the poopetrator was a jogger and said it had happened on more than one occasion. Orchard Park Police Lieutenant Jason M. Scheidel. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot make this up. He was born for this case. Uh, told the Buffalo News. Although police say they only received one complaint in ad place in the Orchard Park Penny Saver earlier this month suggested the public dumping had happened numerous times. The ad warning of security cameras and increased police patrols is signed by the Homeowners Association whose property was invaded. Pooping. Real big problem. Pooping shouldn't Public be a problem. Pooping. It's the joggers. The Colorado Spring Lady was a mm -hmm. jogger, jogger too. Now we've got a jogger in Orchard Park. And I guess it's like when you're running and you got to go, maybe you just got to go, baby. Yeah, but then it's like if it happens once, fine. But the homeowners are saying that it's happened multiple times. Well, do you always believe what the homeowners are saying? Oh, I believe all the homeowners. Okay, fair enough. Now, here's another thing. Last week, hit a home run in this segment. Had Chad and JT in California. Oh, our boys? Our they boys back? were defending house parties in LA. They're back for round two. Legends, Bab, man. Legends. Let's hear from ja Chad and JT, baby. What do you got for us this week, guys? I'm going to uh, start this council off with a blast. I'd like to have uh, Chad and JT come forward. All right. LA's uh LA's version of uh Bill and Ted, please come forward. <laughs> Identify yourself. Uh what up council? My name is Chad Kroger. Um I'm here speaking on the ordinance of keeping parties in LA. 
Uh, I spoke on Wednesday, but I didn't get to finish my speech, so I thought I'd finish it here and then just let you dudes connect the dots. So, <laughs> Raging at house parties is the truest way to party. I've tried to party at clubs, but they're polluted by fedoras and v-necks, and honestly, it's almost impossible to let loose with such bad vibes. Plus, I'm on my parents' allowance, and I can't afford bottle service, so if you guys go through with this, I'll be really screwed. <laughs> Please don't do this. In America, we always talk about freedom, but what do we mean by that? Well, to me, freedom is rocking a fresh Ruka tank in the warm sun while playing beer pong with your boys. What good is bronzing if you can't do it with your squad? Amen, Moments like brother. those bring about epic serendipity, like the time I met Strider's sister, Tiffany, and we really connected. Strider was pissed, oh, but eventually so? got over it. Thank you. Please. Thank, damn, all right, thank you. Thank, thank you. Damn it. Next. What up, council? I was also here on Wednesday, and it was super chill, and I've rolled back with a renewed vigor. I have never believed more strongly that parties are what's needed to unite the United States of America. I'd like to share an anecdote. Chad and I were not always super tight bros. We were star-crossed. He was a surfer. I was a bodyboarder. We operated in different worlds. Chad went out. We both went to this party <laughs> at Benji's, and it looked like it was going to be a serious flop. His dad wouldn't bail, and the guy-to-girl ratio was awful. Chad went out to his F-250 and brought back his four-hose beer bong. He and Kellen and Reese and Landon were going to drink it, but Landon couldn't because he was on antibiotics. After some ribbing, <laughs> he bailed, and Chad asked me to step in. It was touching. We chugged a sixer of Bud Diesel out of the beer bong. In that moment, I felt so close to him. I think if America could just take a moment to stop and chug, Thank they you. could feel that All too. Right. So we will continue. If America oh could just take God. a moment to stop and chug, they could feel that too. Thank you so much, Chad and JT. Gosh, those guys are amazing, dude. It takes such, and he said he did come back with more vigor. He did. JT he, was right he, about that. He used that. some better words too. Vigor. Yeah. Look, yeah, vigor's a, a big great word. word. It's a great word. Those big guys word. are my heroes. I kinda. wonder when he's going to get off his mom's allowance, though. Yeah, well, he's got a lot more house partying to do. He's got a lot true. more house partying well, if to the, do. If that bill passes, he's in trouble. He's screwed, like he said. He's doing all he can, though. I respect him for it, and I hope Chad and JT get justice. Well, that is a wrap for episode 44 edition of Let's Get Weird with Wolchuk. I can't think of anyone on earth who deserves more justice than Chad and JT. They are the men of the hour, and we love them dearly. We always will. Nosebleed Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, producer Bam. Now it is time for a quick little entertainment roundtable. We've yet to do that yet. Uh, in a few weeks, we have some news regarding one Connor McGregor. Connor? Yes, last week. What now? Eric Chiafalo calling Connor out, calling him, uh, what was the word? A sellout? It was something like that. You called him a sellout. Off air, I called him much worse. Why? Because he was hinting at the fact that he was never going to do UFC again. If it was anything, it was well, going to be boxing. there were a lot of like people that were hinting that for out. him. He's going to go fight a senior citizen. He never said he was in negotiations with Manny Pacquiao. Whatever. Manny Pacquiao's people said that. Whatever. I will defend the notorious one. Will you really? That is the biggest shocker Until of the, the day. Until the day that I die. Connor, I love you. 
But you can't go around punching innocent people. That that's not cool. We don't we don't support that. But Conor McGregor this week caught on the streets of I believe L.A. by TMZ. Bab, this will be cut eleven, and he gave us a little sigh of relief for the MMA community. Conor, what up, buddy? How you doing, champ? What's up, What's up brother? Conor, are you gonna box again? That's what everyone wants to know. Conor, can I go on up here, brother? Load it up. Are you gonna oh, do it again, Conor? See what happens. Yeah. How you feeling though? You feel like you feel in good shape though? Can I get one from my boy? Is there any? Conor, last one for you. Is what I want to do next. What does that mean? A true fight? A real fight? MMA or boxing? Exactly. What about Pacquiao? Would you fight Pacquiao? Conor, please. Conor, would you fight Pacquiao or MMA next? Oh, by the way, what about WWE? Would you do WWE? Fuck WWE. But the important thing in there, MMA next. Let's. Freaking go! Conor McGregor back in the UFC inside the octagon. And I think it's going to be Nate Diaz, and it might be for all the marbles. It might be the last time Round we see him. Round three? I know a lot of people are saying Tony Ferguson, from what Coach Kavanaugh has been saying, Conor McGregor's coach, he wants to even the score, settle the score once and for all with Nate. We know Nate is just asking for an absorbent amount of money. He wanted 15 mil to fight Tyron Woodley. We got to get a rubber match. That's the fight everybody wants. Yeah, Connor does need to defend that lightweight title, and I think that it, would, it would be a delicious fight against Tony Ferguson. But at the end of the day, we need the finale. The UFC needs the money too. They haven't had a boomer card. I mean, hell, UFC 219, their last card of the year, which is always supposed to be their big splash. Last year, they headlined it with Ronda Rousey's return. They were hoping to headline that with Connor McGregor's return. It didn't work out. Now we've got Holly Holm and Chris Cyborg. To UFC fans, great fight. Chris Cyborg is a terrifying human being. And Holly Holm is an extremely decorated kickboxer. We saw what she did to Ronda Rousey. Probably the, the only challenger that can compete with Chris Cyborg. But to an average fan, no one's buying that. Nobody's buying that card. Not me. You've got to get the notorious one back in the octagon. You put him against Nate Diaz. And that baby is a spectacle everybody's buying. I would be excited if he gets back into UFC. That would excite me. I don't want to watch him box ever again. It was fun. It was cute. It was great. I'm done. I want to watch him fight, like you said, a real fight, MMA. And if it's Nate Diaz, so be it, because those were two badass fights, and I would love to see a third one. So good on you, Connor. I take back what I said. We'll see what you got. Everything you got. We'll see what you got. Other thing that happened uh, this weekend... There More? was a there was a little name uh, oh. movie. There was a, there was oh. kind of a movie. Was there? Uh, that came out. Yeah, I know. Father figures, man. That looks incredible. <laughs> Father figures. Owen what? Wilson and those guys. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. You probably went and saw it. that. Was a movie that's of the opening week. this week. That that didn't come out last week. Oh, shoot. yeah. Jumanji along with Pitch Perfect three. Yeah. Father figures. Second one I didn't like Pitch Perfect. I didn't like I it either. It was disappointing. One, I'll watch the third. There one. was another movie. Uh, Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Should we bring in the Yodas for this? Would they have like a different perspective? We can ask them afterwards, certainly, because, I mean, this is kind of all we've got to talk about since Bab didn't want to do a quick puck. Oh, what? Unless he surprises me, this was his segment to do a quick puck, and he went straight for the Connor music, so I rolled with it. Wait, for your last episode, Bab, episode 44, you're not going out with a quick puck? It's too depressing right now. What's, Are you what's so depressing me, about it, man? The, the stars, stars just finally got rid of Alex Alexiak. Jamie Alexiak. Jamie. Thank you. So nice bad he is. I don't even Alex know Alexi. his name. You just made him the former soccer player. I hated him. 
Why don't you have a quick puck, you bleep hole? This, you're supposed to ride out hockey, into the sunset hockey after depresses, a quick puck. Hockey depresses me right so now. So I can't get a freaking Argonauts or Edmonton Caracolians? That's not quick puck. That's CFL and chill. And that was not in the rundown. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> That's a fair point, but still. <laughs> I still just don't me. understand. I still don't understand with everything that you said why we still can't just get a quickie in, man. Like, why can't we have a quickie? No, 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 no. Don't feel forced. Now, I don't want to. I'm expecting. No, it. I want it to be consensual. Now, I don't want to do for a, it to happen. Yeah, do you want puck. a consensual quick puck or not? Yes, I do. Because there's a lot of people getting in trouble right now for not having consensual quick pucks. Oh, I dude, know. Jerry, That's why I'm making Jerry sure Richardson's, you're down. Guys, this is serious. And I forgot to mention that. So, if we can take a moment while Bab gathers his thoughts, the Panthers are up for sale. Jerry Richardson was talking about women's gene ass. Gene ass? Wait, Bab, are you getting prepped? Bab, are you getting prepped for this quickie? It is time for us to buy the Panthers, baby. Oh, really? Yes. The nosebleed seats by the Panthers. I think P. Diddy's already first in line. Screw P. He, he has, has enough. Screw P. He's done enough. Sean Combs, get huh? in your stay in your lane, Sean. This is the nosebleed seats. Time to shine. Let's buy the Panthers. The Carolina nosebleed Panthers. Wait, I thought you were a Cowboys fan. I am, but would you ever pass on owning an NFL team? Absolutely not. Exactly. We're nosebleed seeders, man. We are nosebleed seeders to the death. Oh, here it is. All right, final. The pants are off. Don't look at me with that blummy look of yours. No, you can look at me. Look me right in the eye. You know I like that. Take your pants off. I thought you hate everything about hockey, Giafalo. I like quickies, though. I, a good old-fashioned quick puck. We're about to get the back to Star Wars, time, though. Don't the worry. last time. Yeah. Well, since the stars are depressing me too much, this won't be so much of a stars recap Well, quick can you puck. at least speak with some energy? Stars are playing the Capitals Yeah. You're tonight. laying here like a dead fish right now. I They've need you lost, to just get into this. They have lost two games in a row, most recently to the Flyers, who were awful this year, by the way, <laughs> in overtime. But I think the biggest news of the day was them trading away former 14th overall pick, Jamie Alexiak. Alex, right? Alexis Lawless. Alexi Lawless. Alexi Lawless. <laughs> trading away former first-round pick, Alexi Lawless, <laughs> to the Colorado Rapids. <laughs> for a, <laughs> the Colorado Rapids. I can't believe they're called the Rapids. For, the, for a third-round pick in the, the MLS, in the MLS Super Draft. The Colorado oh, okay. like, Wait, what the hell? There's a hockey team called the Rapids? No. No, yeah, there's an MLS Alexi, team the Rapids. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's where Alexi Lawless so, so is now, soccer. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Alexi Lawless is like 50, and I'm pretty sure. Never mind. I think he's just working for Fox Sports 1. I yeah. thought he was playing goalie somewhere no, he's, on the rink. <laughs> well, the stars could on use the ice. as a backup No, that's goalie. Goldberg. Oh, yeah, Hank. This is going off the rails, but... Uh, let's get back. Okay, let's they get traded, tight again. They, let's traded, get back. they traded away former first-round pick Jamie Alexiak, who is... Was just another dud in the draft cogs of the Joe Newendike era when he was GM. Uh, he ends the his Stars career after suiting up for just he was picked in the 2011 draft after suiting up for just 140 NHL games over about seven years. I don't care years. about his whole bio. Is this a win for the Stars? It's it's a loss for the Stars. Was he that good? I no. never liked him. No, he was never good. And so he, get and rid he, of the dead weight. Addition by subtraction. Yeah. Condition, condition, look how the Panthers, back in there. the Panthers are wrecking since they got rid of Kelvin Benjamin. Conditional fourth-round pick from the Pittsburgh Penguins, which is where he ended up. But, yeah, he, uh, he sucked. 140, which... By the way, is less than two full NHL seasons well, over the suck? over the course of seven years. He sucked hard bench mm. and hard minor leagues. Mm. 
because uh, that's where he spent most of his time gotcha. with Dallas. Well, okay. I do prefer hard bench as opposed to soft bench, though. <laughs> I mean, their coach's name is Ken Hitchcock, so. Oh, yeah. How is so many jokes oh. How's make. Hitchcock done his first year? Uh, well, the Stars are 18, 14, and 1 right now. Solid. Eh, right there in the middle of the pack. That's good enough for not in the playoffs. So They'll get there. Wow, this was a depressing quickie. Yeah, well, see, thanks. this is why you never go into any quick puck okay. being completely depressed. Right, well, and that's the state of the Stars right now. Crap. You're right. Mm. So, Go, Stars, go. Go, uh, Stars, go. I've had better. Thank you for that quick puck. Let's get back to Star Wars The Last Jedi. Won the weekend, $220 million, second biggest opening of all time behind Star Wars. The Force Awakens. Damn, so they made moolah. They made some freaking big-time money. Now, coming into this one, guys, I saw it Thursday night. Sold out. Packed. Stoked. Ready for it. Loved Force Awakens. I think we all loved Force Awakens, right? No. Did you go? Oh, oh really? Uh-oh. Wow, that's... Holy crap. So you like the movie It, and you don't like Force Awakens. All right, Bab, tell us and why you didn't like Force man. Awakens. Because 30 seconds you. or less. All it was was episode four... All over again. It was the exact same episode. Mm-hmm. They just renamed the characters. They renamed the players. They awkwardly shoved Han and Leia and Luke into it just so they were there so everyone could go, oh my goodness, it's on Luke and Leia. But otherwise, it was just episode four all over again. Okay. Chief, what'd you think? Force Awakens was awesome. I love Ray. Huge, huge fan of Ray. And I thought it was a great movie. I loved the action. I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of Kylo Ren. Obviously, seeing Han. Hit the deck was tough, but I loved the movie. It's not like we've ever seen anyone go out or go out over a deep chasm before and lose their life. Okay, well that was after a proposal though. This is going to be interesting uh, when bad because you haven't seen Last Jedi yet. No, I've heard it's bad. I have also heard that as well, Walter. Really? So I'm, so, so I'm wondering from you. You guys heard it was bad. Well, here's the thing: from my boss, who's a huge Star Wars fan, she said she really, really, really did not like it. My buddies. Two of which are big Star Wars fans. Actually, all three of them are. Two of them said they liked it. The other one, eh. Just not great reviews. Not great reviews. So you look at the critic reviews on Flickster. This thing's got like 94%. It's up there. Like like 90s. The fan audience ratings after uh, they came out, after I had seen it with the rest of the world Thursday night, except for you two, um, is in the 50s. It's the widest discrepancy between audience and critic ratings in the entire Star Wars franchise. Wow. So That's here's sad. Uh, here's my question for me, you guys. Man. What questions did you have after Force Awakens? Oh, geez, you're going to make me think. Now. There's I really, guess really two, just two, two big ones. Who is Why Ray? in an like, era of giant technology? Where did Ray come from and who are Ray's parents, maybe? Yeah. Why in an era of giant technology and ships that can fly across a galaxy do they still need a map to find Luke Skywalker? Okay. That doesn't get answered. Uh, in fact, to be honest with you, I'm on the side of I didn't like it. There are moments. Is it entertaining? Was I entertained? Yes. But overall, the storyline, the substance, to me, was extremely dull. I was unsatisfied. Questions that I had answered or that I wanted answered from Force Awakens were not answered in, in a way that I feel is acceptable. Maybe I'm just old, cranky. There's stuff about it that are entertaining and fun. But overall, it did not live up to my expectations. I would say I was disappointed with The Last Jedi. Dang, man. That's that's sad. I feel like I'm probably going to end up being the same way. 
My, my boss said it didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. Like, yeah. I don't know. Is, do it was different. And yeah, it, it, it didn't. It was, it was no different. no spoilers, by the way. We're not giving spoilers No, I'm not going to say don't too worry. much. But no, it, it, it was different. And maybe that's why, Bab, you'll like it. Because if you think that Force Awakens was too safe and like A New Hope, this is they went a different route than any other Star Wars in this one. Well, here's the deal. That's not Star Wars music. That's a Hershey's ad. Well, Pitch Perfect is coming out, so. Uh, yes. So, I think the general consensus is that The Phantom Menace is the worst Star Wars movie of all time. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Was that this thing two? is one? Oh, that was one. This thing is getting lower audience reviews than The Phantom now, Menace right look, now. Now, I'll, I'll defend it in a sense of I still would rather watch this one over Phantom Menace and maybe Attack of the Clones. Because Attack of the Clones to me is long and very talky and boring. I it, heard this one was boring for the no, first hour. Well, yeah. And I also heard it was too long, two and a half, whatever yeah, hours. Yeah, it's too long. Some Gosh. of the things that happen are just kind of like head-scratching. There's one scene that's great that I wanted to stand up and scream and shout and say, yay, and then it kind of got weird. So With Walter? Yeah. In the middle of Star Wars The Last Jedi, it just didn't come it, it, to full fulfillment for me. And I know there's a ninth one, so maybe some of the problems I have with this will be answered in nine, but damn, this one I felt like they Say had, in two years. It's such a good setup, and they kind of just basically pissed on a lot of the things that they had laid the foundation for. I do remember the highlight of the two years span we've been waiting between seven and eight was Mark Hamill, who plays Luke, publicly telling Vanity Fair that he told the director of episode eight that he disagreed with everything Luke does in this movie. Yeah, and I think uh, most Star Wars fans probably would as well. Uh, I think Mark Hamill's on to that. I read a story about Mark Hamill where he was talking about how he used to uh, do a little making out with old Leia back in the day. Yeah, him and Harrison Ford. I think uh, Carrie Fisher was a little minx. She's actually written a book about her sexual exploits. Oh, wow. If is I have is heard Luke that a part of that? Does, does Harrison about... Ford is. I don't know if Luke's a part of that. You mean Han? Well, that's Harrison Ford, yeah. Well, Han. Yeah, one and the same. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to find some some quotes here about it. Because, they, yeah, there was kind of a little... It was almost like a little competition with Mark and... I mean, I guess Luke and Han for Leia. It's just weird because Luke and Leia are brother and, brother sister. and sister. Now, obviously not in real life, but well, still strange. Who's to say? Still strange. So Star Wars The Last Jedi made a killing, but the reviews and the success will hinder not as we expected. Ferdinand came in in second place. Coco, which is awesome, guys. I will recommend Coco. It's animated, but it's brilliant was in third, Wonder, which I have not seen, in Justice League, which Tony Casillas didn't like, but I found highly entertaining, comes in at number five. Honestly, I think this Star Wars movie is like the first movie I've ever heard you say you didn't like. I feel like you've always come on here and said whatever movie you saw, you like pretty much liked it. Thought it was pretty good? Yeah. And it's a shame that it's Star Wars that makes you say that. I know. Gosh, I'm so disappointed. It's disappointing. I think, that, well, go see it and let me know. I'm going to go see it. Bab, I think, might come away liking this one. We'll find out. If it's getting worse reviews than The Phantom Menace, I will not like it. Okay. Well, we're going to review. You. Bab's a follower. Bab you know will that. have his review for us next week, episode 45. Yeah, Bab's not a yeah. leader. Oh, yeah. Stay tuned for that. That's going to be huge. It's biggest be episode. Big. Maybe the biggest episode big we've ever had. Episode. We're all highly anticipating Bab's review. Bab's review is going to be epic. Tune in. Make sure you're there. Bab will be.
No Split Seats Podcast, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chia, follow producer Bab and what is not his last show, aka is not is his last show. Wow, you still not, haven't you still haven't come around to it, have you? Never will come around to it. Him. Wow. What? What? Who? Are the Yodas coming or what? <laughs> we, we were just talking Star Wars and we want to get their opinion. Are they in the house or are they not? Oh. They're not in the house yet, but they're close. Landing? Dude, I'm just going to get out of here, dude. Last time, NFC East was kind of used a dick to me. Yeah, we got to fight. Yeah, I'm gone, man. I'm gone. All right. Dude, I, I'm, can I walk out with you? No. No! Hold my hand, Hold my hand. NFC East football, Yoda, NFC East, Yoda, the Yodas are here, they're in the house, no split seats, take over. Gosh, it doesn't feel that really good to be in here, I don't know why, it I wasn't smells. really looking for. I know, I wasn't really it looking smells. forward to coming this week, and then that smell hit me in the ear, I think Walchick's been a little gassy, the <laughs> studio just is smoked out in here. It's weird, dude, it's weird how that happens, dude. It's a hot box, but not it's in a good hot way. box in the box of the hots, dude. Dude. So what's up, football? How you feeling, man? Man, I had a rough week one and two. You suck, football! Hey, shut up, <laughs> NFCs. But I'll accept that. Man, you sucked, bro. Yeah, it wasn't good, man. The, Did uh, that crappy Star Wars movie about us throw you off? <sighs> Kylo Ren has just absolutely have you seen Kylo? In upset a while? us? No, I haven't seen Kylo. I don't like Kylo. I know, but you used to that you, guy. Uh, I don't even know what he is. Is he good? Is he bad? Is he good? Is he attractive? Is he ugly? Is he gay? I don't know. Oh, he's gay. And then Ray is just Ray is oh, is beyond gosh. all of us. She's beyond us all. I love her so much. I'm not in love with her. I just love her. She's extremely beautiful. She's an Which angel. I don't even know Beautiful that I can say as Beautiful Yoda. Beautiful inside and out. No, you can. But, man, dude, and Luke, what the F? Actually, I don't know, man. In this day and age, maybe you, you got to be careful. Football. Heartbroken over Luke. Heartbroken. That's all I'll say. Well, This, I this week, though, man, I'm going to go first because you went first last week. So I'm going to okay, try. Football, I'm we're, gonna, we're saving the, the best for last. Then, yeah, man, I, I'm going to try and make sure that I, I have a better week. And like I said, I got to apologize to Todd Gurley and the L.A. Rams. And I'll oh, tell you what, yeah. guys. I'm going to make sure that this week, you guys get the love you deserve. Are you going to get off the schneid? The Rams are at Tennessee this week. They're playing the Titans. Titans eight and six. Rams, a playoff team as well. I think they're nine and or ten and four now. Uh, Rams are going to go in there. They're going to beat up on Marcus Mariota. They're going to oh, just wow. slap around the Titans a little bit. Todd Gurley is going to continue his success. Robert Woods, Sammy Watkins, that receiving core, Cooper Cup, Jared Goff throwing dimes left and right. Aaron Donald is going to face eat Marcus Mariota and the Rams are going to roll to another victory and the Titans might be knocked out of the playoffs. I'm tuning into that. I cannot wait to see Donald eat somebody. It's going to be great. Next pick. It's a big NFC South affair and the NFC South has not been kind to me. I've been, I, I picked him a couple weeks ago, picked this exact game, this exact prediction and it didn't work. This second time it'll work. Wow. Saints are at home against the Falcons. Picked him to go in and beat Atlanta. Didn't happen, but they will hold serve at home against a Falcons team that has been squeaking out victories, but they're not squeaking it out this week. Marky Mark, Alvin Kamara doing their thing. 
and the Saints will be victorious at home against the Falcons. Football Yoda, like, I know you're a wise man, but I feel like that isn't that the definition of insanity football? Where no. you're NFCs, please shut your mouth immediately. You're doing the you're you're doing the same thing over and over again, and you're expecting different results because that's the NFL. Finally, last game I shall predict. Hold your hats, ladies and gentlemen. Which one? LeBron. LeBron? What? Your Cleveland Browns are getting a victory this week. What? Cleveland is in Chicago against the Bears. Bears aren't that good. Browns have been close to winning some games. This week, they're going to do it. Josh Gordon, Deshaun Kaiser, the magic will be there. Isaiah Crowell, Duke Johnson, they're going to do just enough. They're going to get on the Trubiskies, and the Browns will finally get that long-awaited dub, and they will be 1-16 because they'll lose the last week of the season. Book, i got to be honest that. with you, football. I really wanted the Browns to go 0-16 this year. Well, uh, that one could be wrong. I don't know for sure. It's pretty blurry. <laughs> well, you're not really confident, are you? Not too much on How that one. How could you be? But I am definitely feeling like if the Browns are going to get a game, it's going to be this week. So I'm putting in the call. So, so say it now. Do you get off the schneid this week? Yes, 3-0. Oh, wow, 3-0. 3-0, book it, Dano. All right, what do you got? What do you got, NFC? All right, let's head over to the Tell NFC East. Wolchuk, hey, he's about to pick the Cowboy game, buddy. You might want to get in here. Yeah, Wolchuk, you're going to love this, man. The Cowboys are, it's just right place, right time. AT&T Stadium, 3 o'clock, Seahawks. That is an unworthy opponent right now. They're both 8-6. and six. This is an elimination game. Wolchuk probably understands Hopefully he understands. He's been playing playoff games for the last three weeks. This is another one. Cowboys are not going to lose. They get their man, Zeke, back. Woo! He's been doing some documentary or something, football. I'm not sure, but it was a brilliant idea by him. Such a stud. He's in shape, and he's ready to rock. I know they lost Tyron Smith. Hopefully, at least Hitchens will play. But either way, at home, Zeke back, and Earl Thomas is calling out Bobby Wagner. Seahawks don't know what they're doing. Cowboys get the victory. Walchick smiles. I love the Cowboys, and I love when they get victories. Well, the Redskins are playing the Broncos in what might be one of the worst games of the week. And believe it or not, the Redskins are going to get a victory. They got one this week. I picked against them, and they got one. I'm not going to do it again. I'm picking the Redskins because I'm not insane like you, football. I don't just do the same thing over and over again and expect different results. I'm picking Redskins this week, and they're getting that dub over those bleeping Broncos. I, don't, I just personally don't think... That Derek Wolf and those guys are going to do enough heavy back squats. Mm, not enough heavy back squats. Let's head over to Arizona where people are getting Pizza Hut delivered to them with beer as well, which is a beautiful thing. Shout out to Arizona and the Cardinals. And at home, they're playing the Giants. The Giants are going into Arizona and guess what they're going to do? What? They put up 29 points on the Eagles last week. They're going to put up 31 points this week. 31? Yes, I said it. 31 points. That's a lot. And they're going to get the road win at Arizona book it now Giants win and the last game Christmas Day ESPN Monday Night Football we have Nick Foles at home against those Rainers bum, 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 bum. Raiders win the game Nick Foles and that defense start to trend down the defense already has Foles Bless you. is about to the and guess what Eagles are about to lose to him so the Cowboys win the Giants win the Redskins win and believe it or not the bleeping Eagles lose. I finally get four games. Hopefully, football Yoda. I'm gone, dog. And. And. Yeah. Wait, what? There's another, there's another Yoda this week. Oh. This is 
bad childhood football, Yoda. The Steelers. The Steelers head into Houston on Christmas Day. It's a battle of the Babs' favorite teams. And we'll get upset by Tom Savage and the Texans. You're kidding. You see it right now, clear as day? I see it clear as day right now. The Texans will win a nail-biter against the Antonio Brownless Steelers at NRG Stadium in Houston. Is this is this the beginning of the end this for the Steelers? This is the beginning of the end for the Steelers oh this week. Oh, my gosh. Who knew Bab had a Yoda sense, man? I wish I had something, you know? Like, we got NFCs comes in here, football Yoda comes in here, and now we got Bab in the here. The Texans <laughs> upsetting the Steelers? Here's the question, childhood Bab Yodas. How's Bell do? I mean, is Le'Veon Bell at least going to have a good game for my yeah. selfish own personal he, questions? He will have a good game. Okay. That's all I needed to know. A Steelers defense that has been suspect really since 2008 at various times. Okay. Uh, will not be able to stop. The Shays Yearless Ds? Yes. Will not be able to stop the mm. lethal combination of Tom Savage and DeAndre Hopkins. Terrible. Hey, I know NFC East had to had to leave, but football, would it be possible for you? I would just love to see this. I rarely get this. Can, can we go through, like, your picks once and for all? I know you usually do, like, a fun little thing, and there's, like, all sorts of, like, intimidating music, and you go nuts, and you pick your teams, and it's, and it's a rage fest, and I always see it from afar, but I never get to be here for it, and I would love to just be a part of it. I need the music. Where's football Yoda Bab, child? Give me the music. We need that, uh... We need the intense stuff, though. Yeah, football. we might need to forward it to the to the good part too, um, because then I'll say it. I'll say it again because these picks, like I said, three no baby, three no week. Plays picks without the demonstration. Here we go. Yeah, football Yoda. Browns Woo! over the Bears off the winless snide. We've got the Rams over the Titans, the Woods, and the Goths and the Cups, and we've got the Saints over the Falcons. Breeze, Ingram, Kamara, Thomas, Lattimore, F you, Matty Ryan. Yeah! The Saints will win. And those are the Yoda picks. Football Yoda out. Dude, that was one of the kebab. How cool was that, man? You get to experience that all the time, though, dude. I never get to see that. That was dope. Final time. That was dope. Yeah, that was your last time, Bab. Wait a minute, Bab. You're not going to. This is your final time with that? We've been over this, Oh, my Wolchuk. Jesus, Wolchuk. I'm not Wolchuk. I'm Football Yoda. This is nudist to me. We've been oh, over I this thought Football, football I thought, Yoda. I could have sworn I saw Football I have to book. I have to book the the Yodas just like I book any trip to the girl collection. And well, we've been I, over this. I told you you could use the Falcon. We've been over this, Football Yoda. You can come on the morning. We millennium. were on Tatooine. I was booking you for the show, and I said this was the last time I would book you for this show. So we're never coming back to nosebleeds. Well, Babs, not. So the uh, I don't have to come here every week now. No football. You're here. You're here for the rest of the season. Football. You're not going to get out of no, that. No, if Babs not, I'm not. Are you football? We still got. There's more football. What do you think? The season's over? You I think, think just because Babs not here, the football ends? Look at the Yoda You have a job to do, Mother Bleeper. And the Yodas, you're going to have to talk to each other and figure out, I think a race is in, in order. I had no idea your coming here hinged on Bab being here as well. Well, Babs treated us well. And NFC's, and we haven't? 
NFC. I haven't. You saw Walt Chicken NFCs get into it. You left before we even got in the room this week, okay. Eric. Yes, yes. So, so I, what about we, me and you? We are sensing. You and I are cool. We've been cool. We've always been cool. Although I don't really talk to you, though. I talk to Walt Chuck we, more. We keep it cordial, though. In in I person, feel like we've been had a very professional relationship. All right. Well, NFCs is yelling at me to get back on the ship. I got to get the hell out of here. But we'll see. Maybe we'll be back next week. Maybe we won't. Football, let's go, bitch. <laughs> I'm coming! Wow, he really he really is screaming at you. Kind of disrespectful. Peace, guys. Later, football. See you next week. Get Walchick back in here, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know if Walchick's Walchick ever wants to come back. He knows Bab's not coming back, and now Walchick's just done. I think he's well, okay, maybe he is. Yeah, he's limping his way over here. Go ahead. Get the headphones. What's up, guys? Hey, Walchuck. So uh yes, like this is this is the final countdown right now, dude. The end of episode 44. You know what that means. I guess I've never really wanted to live this moment, but here it is in reality. Are you finally about to face the music? What music? The Bab is the not Green Day songs I'm playing. Is it somebody's graduation? Yeah, graduation to adulthood. And it's Babs. It's a bris? It's a bar mitzvah? Not that fun. Only you are really too familiar with those. Not us. Yeah, we're not Jewish. We can make that happen. Bab's no longer going to make anything happen with you. Okay, anymore. well, this is, <laughs> I suppose, unfortunately, until further notice, I will never say goodbye. Yeah, no, no, no. This is not goodbye. But this is a farewell until later. This is Bab riding off into the sunset until there's another sunset. Until the sun rises, until the force yeah, is awoken yeah, again, exactly, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this it's is a horrible movie. Force. Okay. Well, this is going to be Return of the Jedi style. We're all around a campfire and dancing and singing and holding hands and kissing. Except we're not really kissing. Bab, That's weird. No, Bab, keep your hand right there. Um, but I guess this will be producer Bab's final show with us for the time being. As he will be going to Houston, still don't understand why he can't come or we can't come to him, but whatever. Dude, he's got a huge opportunity to go back home and live with mom and dad. Like uh, he can't pass it up. Like you can't call in. We can't do like a Skype show. This is way too big for that. This I don't is, know what the deal is, dude, but. This is adulthood, man. This is what it's about. And Babs, finally, we're going to set him free. I will let you say your, whatever you want to say to Babs. I mean, Eric, I think, take it away, I think he knows. I mean, if it wasn't for. I'd really have nothing negative to say about Bab if it wasn't for me just finding out today that he was not an ass man. That whole that kind of really threw me off, and now <laughs> I'm kind of doubting every conversation we've ever had, and so it's a little bit weird. But obviously, this is an emotional time for me, mm. and for, I, go ahead. I would like the record to state that I am an ass man for a particular ass, but oh, not for like the you mean, Steelers locker room. Oh, mm. still just so just disappointing. Agree. So disappointing, but then again, so is the fact that next time I'm in here, I look to my left to hopefully see a naked bab, and now there's just going to be an empty chair there. Mm. And that will be the first time that's happened in 45 weeks. And does it make me sad? Does it make me want to cry? Sure. Am I, I going to be okay? I don't know. I don't know where we go from here. I don't know, you know? either. You and I are going to have to figure that out. But like, Things are so... 
different oh, now. Is there a show yeah. next week because of the Christmas holiday? I know we haven't Hanukkah's, even gone there. Hanukkah's for... um, over we today, will do right? A, yeah, Hanukkah uh, tomorrow night. I think is the, actually tonight is the last night of Hanukkah. Um, oh, I will be uh, hosting. Congratulations! Hosting alongside friend of the show Nick Nepic on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas next Tuesday night from seven to eleven. Eric will actually be producing that show for us. Hell yeah. So we won't have a Nosebleed Seats episode next week with the holidays. If we do, maybe it'll be a, a weekend kind of special. We can record a segment, pump it out there for you, just so you guys have something to enjoy. Nosebleed Seats won't be going away, but we'll find some other way to bring you some content. We got some stuff in the works, but this is not about that. This is about saying thank you to Bab for putting up with our crap, oh, for doing so a hell much. of a job. And I want you to know that when we make this thing big and we're able to offer you a paid job, we want you back, brother. You are forever and always producer Bab of the Nosebleed Seats podcast. And don't you ever fucking forget that. You'll always be our first. Bleep! <laughs> I have one final edit to make. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, well, the work as, doesn't as stop. You the grind, the grind me, never stops, Bab. Our final Denton ISD game of the week together. Bab, I give you the floor, my friend, for the final time. <sighs> well... Hate to see you go, man. It's been an interesting 45 weeks. To say the least. To say the least. Where I've discovered that quick pucks and ass men are vital. And heavy back squats and so important. And Chris Foresters and Gosh. Good old Chris. Reverse Blumpkins have made all my Tuesday nights very interesting for the past 45 weeks. But I've enjoyed every minute of it, even though I always get pissed at Eric for making me pull a bunch of audio right before the show when yeah. I thought I was ready to go. Won't miss that. But, yeah, won't uh, miss that. I will. I will. But, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, it's I'll miss been, it. Uh, I'll definitely miss that. It's been a it's been a fun forty five weeks, gentlemen. It's been a hell of a ride, and hopefully, it's just hitting the pause button, and we'll get back at it somewhere somehow. But we got to figure out a way to be able to pay Bab more than his parents can, and I just don't know when we're gonna be able to pull that off. Go fund me, No Split Seats Podcast. You want this cult classic to remain on your podcast, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio. Send us some change so we can give it to Mr. Bab to pay his bills. Otherwise, he's going to have to go away from us for a little while. Episode 44, The Bab Farewell. Love you, Bab. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, alongside producer Bab for the final time for the foreseeable future. We love you, buddy. Thank you so much for everything you've done for our show. Thank you again to Susanna and Deja, S&D Media, for what they do. Hit us up on NosebleedSeatsRadio.com, our Facebook, Nosebleed Seats Podcast, at Nosebleed Pod on Twitter. We got some Instagram stuff. Follow us on iTunes. Subscribe on Blog Talk Radio. Do what you got to do. Let us know you enjoy the show, and we'll make sure to be back in your ear holes sooner rather than later. Any final thoughts here? Just love bad, man. So much. This is not goodbye. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Bam. God, you're sexy. Come poised. <laughs>